such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, episode 92. Me and Bunner here as always, holding the fort down. Got a special guest for everybody today. Driver of the 2J non-wings car out of uh, Indio, California, James Turnbull II. So James, tuning in, tuning in from Cali, uh, Indio, correct? Yeah. Where you at? Is that where you're at? Hell yes, yeah. Sir. So what's going on, dude? How's how's your uh, how was your past uh, week and how's things going out that way? Things are going good. Uh, I mean, this is our first first year in a sprint car. Um, this year, so we're uh, just exploring, seeing what we can do this year. And I think we've got four races under our belt so far, and doing pretty good. Feeling confident already. So we're gonna head down to Paris next weekend for our fifth show on the air hell yeah so m- mainly just with uh the cra or is any other uh any other ones you've ran besides them cra races yeah we, we've ran i think four cra races or this will be the fourth cra race the first race of the year we ran like a and it's an open non-wing sanction show uh they had a little two-day show out there so we started the year out uh, at the uh imperial fairgrounds yeah, yeah, we ran down at Imperial, and that was such a cool little deal. I can't wait to go back there. Um, they did they did a great job. I was really impressed, too. Yeah. We had, like, 30 sprint cars, um, and it was, it was a pretty badass show. And for our first – that was my first, you know, full sprint car show in a 410, and we had to come through – I believe it was the B main. We started dead last in the B, the final transfer off of Ford, put it in the show, and – we went dead last and finished 7th, I believe. So, Hell yeah. That was pretty pretty fun. Hell yeah. We actually, uh, they reached out, Chris uh, Trammell and Amanda Robertson actually reached out to us uh, months ago, back in the fall, I guess, or, or late summer. And they were mm-hmm. like, hey, you, uh, you know, we'd like to come on sometime. And uh, they were wanting to promote that race. Uh, the one, I think it was in the fall. Um, they did. Okay. Was it the one in October, Charlie? Yeah, yeah, because we, I think it was, what, September when we talked yeah. to them and they were promoting it? Yeah. It was so they, it was the one in October, I think. Yeah, so uh, we got them on. That's episode 62, but, uh, yeah, they're good people, and they, yeah, it looks like they've uh, done some good things out there for, um, like you said, they ran the fall and then they ran the spring one there that you just did, so good yeah. stuff. And it, after it had been sitting for so long, you know, so it's a good thing to yeah get it going again, get some people there, some fans and drivers and all that, so. So uh, tell us. Whole weekend was nice. Yeah, oh, sorry. you're good, man. They have all the, they have all the food trucks and stuff there. They're talking about doing like a festival or something. Well, that walls and all the catch fences and stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> that phone connection so. got us again for a second there. <laughs> But, uh, Y'all got me? Yeah, we got you now. Yeah, now. you're back in there. Um, yeah. Uh, so is it, you guys dried out out there? I know you said it's a little warm today, but you guys had a, you guys had a lot of rain out there as well. Yeah, we haven't had as much rain as Northern California has, but you know it's had its fair share of cooler and wet weather down here, and I think it's rained more here the start of this year than it has in the desert for the last fifty years. So yeah, um, it was. Weird change, but now we're back up to triple dis- digits and you know miserable dry heat. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, 
going to get weird to get accustomed to that and get back to slick tracks and big cushions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, your background and where you came from and, you know, what got you to where you're at right now. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I believe I started racing when I was four years old. Uh, my dad bought me a quarter midget. Um, and I raced quarter midgets for about 11-ish years. Um, and then we graduated up from there to we ran lightning sprints for a couple of years. Um, we didn't have that much success in them for the longest time because they're super finicky, like uh, electronic wise. So we always had like engine failures and we'd blow up all the time. So we only got like really one good year with that. Won a couple of races and finished third in the championship. Got rid of that. And then uh, we bought a sprint car at the, uh, we didn't buy a sprint car. Uh, we bought a sprint car this year. Last year, one of my sponsors, uh, Mr. Mike Melton with uh, M1 Fab out of Texas, they had a spare frame out in the uh, shop, and they're just like, hey, man, what are your plans for next year? And we're like, oh, we're wanting to go look to go sprint car racing. And he's like, hey, I got this old frame up in the rafters. Just come grab it whenever you want. We're like, all right, cool. And we had one of our friends, he was driving out to Indiana to race the lightning sprint, and on his way back home, he picked it up and gave it to us. So um, that was super cool. So we got that car together, and we only raced it, I think, one time completely. We ran turkey night with it last year in the 360 um, and didn't make it out of the sea. And then over the off offseason, um, Damien retired, which I worked for the Alexander's for about six or seven years out here on the West Coast. Yeah. yeah. Once I first started racing dirt. Um, so once Damien retired, they had cars up and they called me up and they're like, Hey, we got this car for sale. And we're like, yeah, we'll take it like right away. <laughs> like that's the cream, yeah. cream of the crop. Oh you know, yeah. Equipment here. So we grabbed that and then we went testing down at Paris. And like I said, we took it down to Imperial and had a pretty good, uh, first showing in a sprint car i have 410 at least yeah um and then we're just going on from there hell yeah man yeah i saw that uh me and charlie were talking the other day and we saw uh i don't know if it's on instagram or on facebook or something and we saw that so your silver and red but it was a 2j and i was like man that looks just like the alexander's car that has to be it yeah. and uh yeah i mean kind of unfortunate i guess damien he, he's had a successful career but um time to move on for him i guess so uh yeah so i mean is there was there kind of a or this year is there kind of like a does it feel like there's a hole since he's not racing out there you know he's been doing it for so long but or is it just kind of a doesn't you know nobody's really talking about it or it's just i guess he's one less guy to deal with <laughs> um yeah i mean it's definitely solemn in the pits i mean the alexander crew have been such yeah. like a big staple of you know, used tech and then CRA racing back yeah. in the day too. So not having them there as well as not having to in there, which hole, um, a lot of us have to try and fill because he was so dominant and the Alexander team was so dominant too. So I was just fortunate enough to get their race car and then learn off of them. Cause like I said, I worked for them for years and years yeah. and then just be able to now drive their you know x car and then call up like steve and mark and call up damien on the weekend and ask them and whatnot. so it's not for me at least it's not 
too too bad for them not being oh, there yeah. because I still for the rest of the season it's relieved that they're not racing with them anymore. But so dominant, but no, it's definitely it definitely sucks because I wish I got to race against him more. Yeah, I uh, only did like one, but um, yeah, it's definitely definitely sucks. Like, like you said, he's checked off all the boxes out here in California, so yeah. there's not much more to do. Right, and he even did a little bit of the national stuff. I mean, for a few years, but yeah, he's he's definitely got a big trophy case for sure. <laughs> it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. For us as fans to still see that car out there, though, yeah. <laughs> demon yeah. ain't in it, but that car's there. Absolutely, yeah. It's just carrying on. Well, I'll never. I don't think I'll ever hold a candle to what he did in that car, but I'm just out there learning and yeah. getting experience. And the amount of people that come over, like, hey, is that the old Alexander car? Yeah. Is that the old Damon <laughs> car? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, it is. Just rebranded. So oh, yeah, but, hey, you never yeah. know. You may end up. Getting ten CRA championships too. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be pretty awesome. That would be yeah. pretty uh, awesome. That's so. That's a yeah. that's a very that's an awesome looking car. It's always uh, you know, it's so that silver and the red. I mean, just kind of it's iconic, I guess you could say. But uh, oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. No, she's a she's a beautiful piece and definitely a Southern California icon for sure. Yeah. What made you feel like it was like a a good time to transition to the four ten? Just, just wanted um, to, I've or a good opportunity uh, came up. Of course, we yeah, just talked about. I've always, wa- I've always wanted to race sprint cars ever since I was little. Like I, I grew up about an hour south of Paris, so I grew up like my main two heroes were Brian Clawson and Damian Gardner. So I'd always go to real nationals, like most of the weekly shows. And I, I, I told my dad when I was like five, like this is what I want to do. Uh, I just want to race non-wing sprint cars, nothing else. Like, I never got into midgets, never got into sprint cars, just fully endowed myself in a non-wing. So once I started racing dirt and I got up to speed in the lightning sprint, I was like, all right, well, I don't want to be stuck here in this you know, feeder series forever. So yeah. I was bugging my dad for a couple of years to sell that <laughs> and get up into the sprint car. And once we finally did, I was like, all right, cool, we need to – keep our head down, hit the pavement, and do this full-time. And then it was a whole new golden opportunity to get that car. And the speed that that car holds is just otherworldly. Like, it, that car is insane to drive, and it's yeah. an absolute Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that car, definitely. It's cool to see it at Paris, just slinging it, seeing you guys slinging it in the corners there and, Oh, an yeah. ass for sure. Yeah, no, that Paris Paris is such a badass racetrack. I I feel like no other track out in California holds a can. Well, I, I would say Tulare's pretty badass, yeah. but um, but that's you know with the wing cars. But no, Paris is such a great facility and races so well. Um, yeah. I, it's just such a staple. So it's really really fun to drive that car around there. Yeah, the yeah. racing always looks. I mean, the the stuff we see here, anyway, always looks good. I mean, the surface, the track surface looks good, and it's usually passing. There's there's a few tracks that we like out there, obviously, but that's the one that's got us uh, think about traveling to California this year. Yeah, is to come see Paris. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, I think I'm gonna come out, Charlie, maybe, maybe uh, November, I think, for that last race. We're gonna check it out, so we'll see. 
Yeah, that, but, that'd be that'd be pretty badass. I mean, we got unfortunately it's no longer labeled as the Open Nationals, and it's yeah. no longer a three day show, but. It's still, I know, a big 40 lapper at the end of the year, and I'm hoping some of the USAC national guys come back out because yeah. it's such a it's such a prestigious race, and it, I always look forward to the national guys coming out. Yeah, for sure. I know uh, when I saw the schedule come out, I was like, well, son of a bitch, not the Oval Nationals this year, but I'm still going to go, So or try to. Yeah. So. But uh, it's definitely one yeah. that, that I want to get to, get out there and check it out. So, how's the 2023 season going for you so far? Well, you got a uh, like a 12th and a 16th, like you're doing all right for your uh, first few races. Seems like. Yeah, um, I've I've gotten quite comfortable pretty early. I'd say I'd say um, I, I didn't. I thought going into it, it'd be such a bigger learning curve than it was, but I found out early just. The harder you hammer an on-wing car, the easier it is to drive. So I was like, all right, cool. I can keep my head down and just, you know, just drive the race car. Don't be, don't be afraid of it. Like, cause I was a little timid at Imperial, but after what we did in the feature on that second night, I was like, all right, cool. I kind of figured it out. We're up to speed, but I just need to figure out how to qualify better. I think it's still, um, if I could qualify better, we're pretty good because I can race through the field somewhat decently. It's just I need to position myself a little bit better in qualifying, but that's just coming with time. It's only like my fourth, you know, sprint car race. So um, yeah. just looking forward to not screwing up qualifying this Saturday and see what I can actually do. I think we talked to, I think it was CJ Leary that was said, telling us how important qualifying is. Like <clears throat> he really focuses a lot on uh, on his qualifying helps him start better in there and he don't have to go through as many people and yeah so i know uh it's really important did you guys have a different format out there though for the cra correct slightly 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 different yeah yeah i just because like i think for our first paris race out here i think i qualified 15th and then won my heat race which was pretty cool first time at paris yeah. before 10 yeah, when the awesome. heat against Austin Williams. Yeah, he's pretty good there. <laughs> Badass. Yeah, the everybody knows him, him, yeah, and that family. Yeah. Such a and win that. And I was like, all right, cool, let's see where we start in the A. And since we qualified 15th, we got our time back, so we started 15th. I was like, man, that took a little wind out of ourselves. So I just you know, have to set myself up early in the night to be better later in the night so yeah yeah cj nailed it right on the head better you qualify the better your night's gonna be oh yeah um so you just right now the plan just maybe to hit the rest of cra or just hit hit whatever you can or you know seat time i guess like we talked about earlier getting getting yeah, comfortable in no, the car and... yeah we um we, we plan on doing most of cra um and actually we were planning on uh I brought it up earlier, Mr. Uh, Melton with M1 Fab, he's out of Texas, and he says he wants me to come down and run Texas, and fondly enough, there's a four-day USAC national show coming up in the next week or so, so we're going to try and run Paris, and then right after that, we're going to go run with the USAC national guys for that four-day show, and then come back home and run all of the, uh, most of the USAC CRA schedule, 
and then maybe come back to Texas at the end of the year for a couple more two-day shows. Oh, yeah. Do you get into any kind of midget racing, or what are your thoughts about the Chili Bowl? Oh, I love the Chili Bowl. I've been a couple times, and I'd love to go run it. Uh, just never really had the opportunity nor the money to go rent out a ride. I think the Chili Bowl is hands down one of the most entertaining races there is. Um, from a racer standpoint, from a fan standpoint, because uh, every year I've gone out, I've worked on cars, but whenever the cars weren't working, you just, you know, go out, you have fun, you party it up, hang out with the rowdies, and hanging out with the rowdies is probably one of the coolest experiences of the Chili Bowl. Um, I feel like you haven't really experienced the Chili Bowl unless you're hanging with them. Yeah. Go run. Everyone goes out there and tries and races it. So I'd love to do it one day. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. We've been there the past few years. I, d- I didn't get to go last year because of my stupid job. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's it's a great time. We love that stuff. I love watching midget racing. Yeah. That's a good time. Well, yeah, absolutely. So, so if maybe, like I said, maybe one day you can check that one off. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I think my big bucket list races in racing are probably Chili Bowl and Main just to make it. Don't we have to win. Yeah. I think it's just cool to get to the yeah. A Main. Oh, yeah. Um, and then if they bring Oval Nationals back to win that. Um, but for now, just shoot to win the 40 lapper at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I think for all, I'd like to run the, my big three is just Trophy Cup and a wing car. Yeah. Chili Bowl and a midget. And then Oval Nationals and a non wing car. So just all three divisions, all those races, I think that's my bucket list. I was just getting ready to ask you what your goals in racing was, <laughs> and you answered that for me. That's yeah. pretty good goals right there. Yeah, no, and I think overall goal for long run, I'd like to run the USAC National Series. Um, I think I just followed that for so long, and just watching all the drivers, like early 2000, like 2009 and up, just seeing where everyone's progressed to, like Brady Bacon, CJ Leary, Wyndham, Grant, and then those are the top dogs now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, like, those are the legends for the kids growing up now, and I grew up watching them so it's i want to go through that same process i feel like that's the most badass racing in the world just running non-wing sprint cars all over the country that's i would say i mean we love all of it but my opinion anyway that's my favorite just non-wing racing four tens it's head and shoulders above the rest of them i like outlaws i like wing cars like midgets but four tens that's where it's at absolutely yeah non-wing yeah and we're not sorry. We're here. You're good. We're here in Indiana, so I mean, we're we really don't. You know, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good choice, I guess, since they're here. <laughs> we don't have a choice, I guess. <laughs> a nice, nice little yeah, hub. No, for you guys are, yeah, you guys are in the heartland of best racing in the world, and that's where I want to be. You know, I move back to Indiana and try and make it on the tour. So, kind of jealous you guys are in the middle of all that. You guys <laughs> get to enjoy that on a weekly basis. Yeah. yeah. We we have access to a lot of good racing right here where we're at for sure. Yeah. Well, maybe oh, one day absolutely. maybe one day we'll see you out here. Hopefully. Yeah, no, yeah. I'd I'd love to. I was talking to my dad, and we're gonna try and shoot turn in next year. So 
Hopefully, yeah, sooner than later. Would you say try to run what? You cut out a little bit. Oh, uh, I was talking to my dad, and we we're yeah. trying to uh, shoot to run uh, Indiana Sprint Week oh, hell next yeah. year. So we'll be seeing you guys sooner than later. Hell yeah. There's a couple of guys that try to come from out there and run Sprint Week. Yeah. I think Rolla's done it a couple years now. And yeah. Um, Charles Davis. Charles Davis comes sometimes. out here some, yeah. Tafoya. Yeah, Tafoya. 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 Uh, I'm trying to yeah. think of other ones, but I think that's about all I can think of off the top of my head. But, um, hell yeah, man. So, so, who are some of your favorite drivers? I know you said Demon and uh, uh, Clawson earlier. You got anybody else you looked up to, like guys you're still looking up to? And... Um, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I guess I, I'm okay. So I'm a big. It's not necessarily a non-wing guy, but I'm a big Corey Day fan. Yeah. Corey's younger than I am, but just watching him in the uh, the wing car is just absolutely something special to watch. I mean, that kid's super talented. So I'm I'm personally a fan of him. He's my eyes for what he's doing. But other than that, the non-wing stuff, I really don't have a hero anymore. I mean, unfortunately, Clawson's passed away yeah. and Damien's retired, but um, – as of right now, active heroes is probably Corey Day. Hell yeah, he's got a lot of talent. Yeah, just one last night. Just yeah. one last night as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he and he took the wing off for the first time too, and finished yeah. second to Bernal, which was pretty gnarly to watch. Yeah, I didn't get to watch any of that, but I did see the results. But uh, that's kind of a cool event too. Take the wing off and same exact car, right? Just take the wing off and I mean, they yeah. might give you a few minutes for adjustments, maybe like shocks and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool thing to do. Yeah, there. no, that that I want to go run that because the other car we have has wing spuds on it. So I was like, tried to convince my dad, hey, we got a four ten, just need to get some wings. We'll go run that deal. Leave the non wing front axle in it, and we'll just gear towards running the non wing portion. But he didn't budge. He's not much of a wing. Fan. So, yeah, and I don't, I don't blame him. Yeah, I mean, it's where we live. If we wanted to run wing, it's 10 hours north from us so yeah. it's Damn. a bit of a track yeah that's a haul we uh yeah we live here like we talk about indiana but some people online you know bitch about well why why don't indiana get many wing races and uh, mm-hmm. i don't know i don't really have the answer to that question i guess we could talk to some some promoters and track owners and find out but um yeah there's just a shit ton of non-wing so i think indiana's got Three three wing races this year. The World of Outlaws at Hopstot, and then they go to Lawrenceburg, and then uh, the High Limit at Lincoln Park. I think it's the only three, unless I missed a couple. But that's the three big ones, anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, I watched the uh, what was it the High Limit deal last year with I think it was Sanders and Colfoid. Yeah. Was that at Lincoln Park? That was that was yeah, yeah pretty racy track. Yeah. You know, I. I was like, man, that thing's curbed up. It was actually yeah. good racing. So I can only imagine those things, you know, at like Bloomington are like, I mean, they run Terre Haute from time to time and they've ran Kokomo, but they yeah. don't put on that good of a show. But like bull rings would be pretty fun with the wing cars. Yeah. Kokomo, uh, they put on a pretty decent show there, at least when I went. But um, yeah, down, down definitely at Lincoln Park and uh, Hopstock, they yeah. put on a pretty good show there too. But uh Definitely, definitely fun to watch there. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's coming up in about three weeks. Mm, that, 
Hobbs dot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'll be tuned in to watch that one. If it's anything like last year's show, it's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. Man, I was just looking the other day. Macedo, I think, has won there in the past three years in a row. So he's, oh, nice. he's got a nice little uh, win streak built up there. I know I'm not Absolutely. I'm not going to bet uh, 200 bucks on Donnie to win this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember that. It was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I lost my ass. I know he had never won there before, but I was, had a feeling. My feeling was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what. Maybe too many beers that night made you do that. Though. Oh, definitely too many yeah. beers. But uh, <laughs> so you got any good racing stories? You got anything good through the years or anything cool? Um, off the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got I've got a couple a couple that stand out. I mean, um, my uh, my uncle used to own a pavement midget uh, team back in the day, uh, Mark to Beaumont, and we had our team. I was too young to own the team at the time. Jason Leffler, Sean Brothers, and a couple of others um, on the team. And I remember, I think it was either 2008 or 2009 down at Irwindale. Um, Clawson won his first turkey night with yeah. my uncle. That was pretty, pretty cool. Watch that. And because I was like, that. That's super, super cool. And then him running Oval National stood out a lot. But I think yeah. one of the most prolific uh, memories that sticks out in my head in detail, uh, two cases at Oval Nationals with Gardner. Um, one of them was the the night we're running the – I think the dash just set up the A main. Yeah, that's the six-car uh... – starting. Yeah, the six star, they car, call it like the highest. Yeah. Deal. Yeah, yeah, and so when he when he wrecked. It, yeah, when he stuck it up in the catch fence. Yeah, I'm like, man. Like so, I I'm sitting on top of the trailer at that time. We're watching him. He's running six at the time. And we're like, all right, cool. I see him get this monster run off of two, and I was like, all right, cool. We're closing in, closing in on Grant, and then I see him pitch this. Thing midway down straightaway, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yep. Field nice. Uh, I see he pitches it towards the infield. I was like, "No way, he's sliding him right now." <laughs> and he goes up, and I see the left front go up, and it just digs in on the the five baller, and it just pirouettes it under the fence, and we're all just standing on top of the trailer looking at each other, all dumbfounded. <laughs> no, right. no way, no way, yeah. that just happened. <laughs> so we're like, we rush down to get. In the fence, and that took a while. And then he runs down. We have the little the the mule or the pit cart, and he's like, "Hey, grab me a nine sixteenth, nine sixteenth." So I'm like, "All right, open it up." He grabs it, goes up, climbs up the damn fence again, and he's over there kicking the uh, the uh, um, what do you call it? He's kicking the arm off the car. <laughs> and I was like, and he while it's hanging on the fence, flying past his head, he almost. Son of a bitch. And then that's all dangling <laughs> off the fence. And then we're sitting there, and we're like, we can't bring out the backup car, because if we bring out the back backup car, we start in the back. Mm -hmm. So now we're rele relegated to having to fix this thing for the A. So everyone's doing a mad scramble. We're getting it fixed and whatnot. And I don't really remember where we finished in um, – 
but I just remember it was complete chaos getting that car, you know, put together and whatnot. And then a couple of years later, I think the next year he won the Oval Match, so that was cool. But the, the year after that, I believe it was in the heat race, he and cars junk, and uh-huh. we're like, all right. So it was another mad scramble, and all I remember is Robert Ballou, he was pitted right across from us. I don't think he was running because I think he just came off his broken neck at Calistoga, yeah. but he didn't have the brakes on. Uh, and then it's pretty cool to see, you know, the camaraderie and everything in motorsports. That's something that like, you don't really get to see as a as a race fan um, is how many people come down and help one another, you yeah. know, like in the work area, you can see it a little bit, but like when the cars are brought back to the trailers, everyone comes out. Um, yeah. And I think one thing that I got to tip my cap to is loud pedal back in the day, whenever they do their montage videos, they highlighted that a lot. Whenever the cars would come back, I believe there's a, a video of uh, CJ Leary qualifying at tri-state and the right rear comes off, flips it. And then basically the whole USAC, no, it wasn't, it was stocking, chase yeah. stocking flip. Yeah. And the whole USAC field, you go through, Tracy Hines is working, Baloo, and everyone's in their driver's seats working. I saw, and I think that's, like, such a special part of the racing that we do. Because you don't see that in other, you know, divisions of motorsport. Yeah. Um, like F1 and stuff. Because everyone's, like, really snobby to themselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's super, super cool. But unfortunately, like, some of my funniest racing moments or with Gardner junking it and having a fix car. <laughs> right. But I remember watching that yeah. the year that he junked it there in that uh dash or whatever you call it. Uh I think that came down to that last race for the points, mm-hmm. I think, with him and Roa. Because I think Roa wasn't leading the points and then it came down to how they finished in the A, I'm pretty sure. And so that was That's pretty, right. That was pretty dicey. <laughs> trying to get I'm sure you guys like you said were scrambling, but yeah, I know the we were watching on full racing and I remember they kept panning down, you know, to the work area. Like, oh, he's trying to get the car together, da da da. So, uh, definitely uh, impressive to get that thing going again, and uh, without yeah. pulling, without yeah, pulling I mean, the backup out. Yeah, no, that thing was held together by hopes and dreams, and duct tape, and <laughs> <laughs> right. made it out, ran the A, and did whatever we did. I don't necessarily remember where we ended up, but yeah. we got the championship, so that was cool. But yeah, man, it's. Working with the Alexander crew is probably some of the most fun I've ever had, you know, at Paris, working on the four car and the one car towards the later years with them. Um, Just that dynamic and the brains on everyone. It's just everyone is super, super on it, super, super smart. Like, Damien is probably the most intelligent person I think I've ever talked to in my life. Yeah. Um, Is that the racetrack? Everyone knows. Damien's super animated, super... This means business. He goes there. Yeah. That's what he expects. But, but what Ricky Gaunt was saying, like you get him outside of uh, the race car and outside the racing area, and he's the most down earth, super technical guy. Yeah. And I'm really fortunate. Whenever I'm give him a call. And he, he's broken down how to race Paris inch by inch of that place. Yeah. And it's the most interesting conversation I think I've ever had. So yeah. it, the, 
knowledge on him is just beyond cool. Yeah, he definitely knows that place. Uh, he knows how to get around that place for sure. From his yeah. uh, his record book there and uh, just watching in there, he definitely knows what he's doing. So, um, yeah. I was gonna say something else. I don't know what I was gonna say about that, but uh, hmm. oh, the Alexanders talking about their shop. So, so is there a shop there in that little like two car garage? Well, I don't think you can. Yeah, I mean, you can fit two cars, but yeah. It's I mean, a is, little, is it? So bit. it's like a uh, the pictures I see on I seen on Facebook or something. Like, it's just, like, a house, like, a stucco house and, like, a little, like, just a two-car garage on a house. Like, that's the shop yeah. they run out of, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a super, super tight little spot. You know, I, for all these years, I thought they had this big old race shop, super, like, all decked out. And then when, once we went over there, started sprint car racing and buying parts off them, <laughs> we show up. And they, they have, the like, two cars in the trailer, and they have two cars in the garage, and it's wiggle room between all of it. And, yeah. But, no, I mean, you know, it just kind of proves you don't need a fancy setup. You don't need a big shop. You yep. just need hours in the shop and yep. dedication, and you can get it done. Yeah, exactly. That's what uh, I was showing Charlie pictures of it. I was like, yeah, you can have this multi-million dollar, you know, state-of-the-art shop, and, I mean... Yeah, you know, have nothing, and then look at these guys. You know, they got ten championships, and you know, they get in there and they get shit done. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can roll in with an open trailer. You don't need a, you know, you don't need no fancy trailer either. So makes oh, it nice, absolutely. but you know, yeah, but uh, it's, it's all luxury deal. I mean, everyone yeah. prefers a big shop, big trailer, but you really don't need that as an SUV. To like, trailers don't win races, shops don't win races. Yeah. It's just raw, raw talent. Good crew chief, solid setup. Time in the shop. Yeah. So what would you say your biggest win would be? Um, as a driver. As a driver. Um, so the only, only – well, when I was running quarter midgets in 2008, we had this world record race. Um, and that's the year it fell near Oval Nationals. So all the USAC National guys were there, like Levi Jones, Brian Clausen, Brady Bacon. So, like, all of the USAC National guys came out to the quarter midget track and watched with us, and I thought that was pretty cool. And I think that was my that was second year of racing, and I won, and I got to hang out with all the USAC National guys. brought the USAC we got to sit up and do interviews and it was all televised and it was a pretty cool deal um so that stuck out like some of my heroes and but i think i've only got like there was a lightning because we run the lightning sprints wing and non-wing um so i think it was dollar to win race and start on the pole and let every lap so i mean that sticks out in my head um yep. but i really don't count count those races i mean it's a lightning sprint i'd like to win you know on the sprint car but i think those two stick out in my head uh as like career victories yeah oh yeah so talking about the lightning sprint is that like a thousand cc or what size engine is that yeah okay yeah we got yeah there we've got some of those here uh they run quite a bit around uh, here around to us, so yeah, they're pretty fun to watch at times. Yeah, uh, they're a good feeder series. 
Um, definitely not something to stay in and make a career out of. But yeah. I had my fun in them. Yeah, it gives you good learning experience on dirt, how to get the car sideways, run it non-wing, run it wing. Depending on which route you want to go, you can go hop in a wing car or hop in an all-wing car, and yeah. it translates somewhat similar. Yeah. But – yeah, they're yeah. Per, they're pretty fun to watch. We got them here, and they get up and go for sure. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, so what's a day in the life of James Turnbull like? What's what's uh, what's what's like for you? Uh, well, a day in the life. Well, it ain't all that. Uh, <laughs> I wake up wake up around four thirty, four forty five in the morning. Uh, Head to work because I worked at a, a private racetrack here out in California. It's called the Thermal Club. Uh, it's a private road course, and uh, they build housing developments around it. So yeah, it's basically like a like a golf course. You have to buy a house to play with the race cars out there. Interesting. So it, it's a pretty cool deal. We just held a, um, IndyCar came out and did like a three day test out there uh, and everything. So. It was pretty cool to have them out there. Uh, had to bust my ass to build the tire barriers around there, <laughs> the whole five-mile track. But, yeah. uh, no, we, I wake up, go work for eight-ish hours, come home, get the spread car ready, and work on that uh, throughout the week and go out and race the spread car on the weekends. Oh, yeah. Ain't glamorous, simple. Yeah. <laughs> So, something, to, something, yeah. something to pad the program. For sure. Um, what about, so you just mainly just running equipment there, getting stuff organized and getting stuff ready for, you know, stuff at the track, like you said, building tire barriers and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so I used to, when I first started working there, we had to build all the tire barriers. And I do, like, groundskeeping, forestry stuff. We had to, um, like, make sure it's all tamed and whatnot. But now um, I work at, we have a, in the middle of the racetrack is a go-kart deal. So all like, you can come out and do like rentals, like K1 does, but it's outside. Um, And then a lot of the homeowners have go-karts out there, like shifter carts. And then you'll have the top espionage of shifter cart world champions come out and do testing. So um, I work there and get all the carts ready, maintain them, test them. So, when I'm not racing, I got seat time during the week, but unfortunately, on a road course, we go apart. <laughs> Translator helped me all that much, but yeah. it gives me something to do. Still seems like a fairly cool-ass job, really. Yeah. I mean, a job's a job, yeah. so it's not all it, always great, but still working yeah. with some kind of racing. Yeah. I bet, I bet the yeah. Christmas party's fun. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's not. You, ever, you yeah. guys get out there and mess around, do a little races here and there, or? Uh, not really. I haven't been there all that long to do so. Um, I, I think I've only been there for about four or five months now. Okay. But I think the job I did before that, I worked for uh, Danny Eberts. Uh, he used to race out here on, on the West Coast in sprint cars and midgets. He owns a carbon fiber shop called Ebco, and he does all of the, like, he did all of the carbon fiber work for Rodella. On the midget side, he yeah. just did a brand new body for Matt Mitchell on the sprint car, and then he does like all different carbon composites. And I worked for him for about a year, and that was a pretty bitching job, you know, yeah. doing carbon fiber. Oh, so, yeah. uh, I think every job so far I've had just kind of 
relates to racing. So that's been nice. Not yeah. an office cubicle, nine to five, want to drink my sorrows away at the end of the day. But no, I've, I've been fortunate to have pretty good jobs. Hell yeah. Sounds like a, sounds like a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, as you know, if you've listened to us or you just listened to us talking today, <laughs> we're a couple of fat yeah. boys. We, <laughs> we like to talk about food too. So, oh, uh, I love food. I'm guessing out in that area, you might be a huge Mexican food fan, or what? what is your favorite kind of food? Oh, well, it's surprising. I, I like Mexican food. I can't have it all that and That's, I basically live on the so, I mean, it's definitely just all Mexican food, but I'm a big sushi guy. Oh. Oddly enough. Okay. Um, and just like I guess, just yeah, I guess sushi, sushi and Mexican food are kind of the only thing that I enjoy. I mean, you have your obvious like In and Outs and stuff, but In and Out is kind of like whatever. Yeah, so it kind of gets old. Yeah, but but yeah, I I think my go-to is just sushi at the moment. I've still to this day never tried a damn sushi that I liked. Like everybody says you just ain't tried this kind, this kind, this kind. I I keep trying them. I still ain't found one that I like. It's an acquired taste. I feel like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And go ahead. Uh, and they're damn expensive too, so yeah. you're not missing out on much either. Yeah. Yeah. Even around here, just one roll's probably freaking fifteen twenty dollars for a decent one. Oh yeah, yeah. it's it's. And I'm sure it's, it's more than that out there. Everything's higher there. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not a big fan of the California expenses. It's like, <laughs> for like sushi roll that costs fifteen back there is like sixty out here. So the inflation rate—it's absolutely insane. But Damn. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's nice to get paid California money, but I'd like to live on Indiana. You know, living expenses. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, that'd be sweet if you could arrange that somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I, absolutely. I wish I could, but that's not how the world works at yeah. the moment. So we, we, actually, we actually just talked to, well, Daniel Whitley. We had him on before Chili Bowl, I think the week of Chili Bowl, and, or week before, and uh, he actually just moved out here to Indy. So he's like, yeah, I kind of like it here. It's pretty laid back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. no, that definitely the migration I want to make, and I'm happy for Daniel. That kid's a, kid's a wheel man. Uh, yeah, he is. Super close friend of mine, and Happy to see him doing what he's doing. He just ran a four ten race with Abacus and did pretty damn good. I think nineteenth to second. Yeah. So, and I think uh, his first time there, I believe, at Lincoln Park. Yeah, or, first time there, brand new car and puts together a hell of a run. I'm proud of him. Yeah, for sure, man. Looking forward to see what he can do uh, this season and in the future. Absolutely, yeah. Do you do any cooking or barbecuing or anything yourself? Um, I, I can make a mean street taco. Oh. That's about it. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not a cooking man at all. Um, <laughs> uh, I can, I can, that's it. Um, but no, I've never, never delved into the, the food arts or practiced it at all. I think I practiced one time and almost burned the kitchen stove <laughs> off and the, the yeah. microwave on top. Yeah. So I backed away. Backed away. Brought the fire extinguisher out. Saved us a house. Damn but it! No, never, never picked up the spatula. 
other than that. Uh, so, like, uh, steak tacos, the go-to, or chicken, or free street taco, what, what's the go-to meat there? Oh, there's so many. Uh, we got barbacoa. Barbacoa is really good. Ooh. Carne asada is really good as well. But there's you can never really go wrong with a good chicken street taco. Okay. Uh, if it's if it's seasoned right, it's spa.com. I mean, yeah. I think after... Uh, I think after Turkey Night, me, Corey Day, and a couple other USAC guys went out and grabbed some street tacos after the race. I mean, it's one of the best things that you can enjoy around here, especially like on the beach. But yeah, chicken street tacos are the go-to for me. Uh, yeah, throw some cilantro and some lime and maybe some onions on there. Call it good. Absolutely, all the fixings. All like the green stuff to make you feel like you're not going to get fat from eating like 15 <laughs> of them. Right. And they're on the little it, shelves, yeah, right? The, the little mini shelves. Oh yeah, and the little ones. And then, oh yeah, yeah, just the little tiny ones, the little portions. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I should have backed it off a little bit. But <laughs> no, they're 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 addicting. Yeah, no, all the good things. So do you, do you have a favorite barbecue? Like anything? Pull, uh, pull? I think. <laughs> Unfortunately, my ex, one of my ex-girlfriends, her dad was a pit master, and he made his own barbecue sauce, and he had his own, you know, Traeger and everything, and he made meats up the ass every week. <laughs> so, he had this really good, he called it El Jefe sauce, and pit master called her stuff El Jefe sauce, but he did, <laughs> <laughs> he did, he did something else, his, that, he made it more vinegary. Like, it was, like, watery. It wasn't, like, yeah. biscuit and stick. And it was good. I was, it was definitely weird. Um, <laughs> you know, I was like, why am I biting into, you know, a ribeye with vinegary barbecue? But it tasted good. Right. It wasn't anything else. But then he came out with a thicker one. It was super tangy. I was like, all right, that's pretty decent. But I think that one stands out the most because... I don't know anyone else that really does anything, unless my dad. Whenever he does it, he just buys uh, sweet baby rays and uh, does, and then gets in there with that. Yeah, there you go. That'll work in a pinch. Yeah, but uh, if you're exactly. ever if you're ever out this way, uh, you know we usually we usually do some cooking. So we usually drop off some ribs, especially if you've been on the show. Uh, we usually drop off a rack of ribs or something or some barbecue, whatever we're doing, but at the track. So. Hell yeah, I'd be yeah. down. I got plenty of room in my stomach for some food. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, I, pre I'd love pre to race down. or post race, whatever you prefer. But uh, um, uh, definitely, definitely post race. I'm not a I'm not a race day eater. Yeah, unfortunately, I can understand most, that. Most people are that way. Yeah. We actually had a guy. Yeah. I had a guy from uh, Pennsylvania message us on Instagram, and he goes to Lincoln Speedway, and he goes, "So, what dirt track do I have to go to to get barbecue ribs?" <laughs> 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 and I told him, I was like, "Well." uh Southern Indiana or the Midwest, so head this way, I guess. He's like, well, I've never been to dirt track and seen ribs, and I'm like, well, come on down. <laughs> That's the way we do it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, I'll let you know. Well, he says he's going to go to Eldora. He's the closest he's going to get to us, but anyways. Yeah. Um, really, really cool. Oh, yeah. So uh, what's yeah. what's your favorite Sorry. restaurant? You can be like a sushi place. You got any like local, uh, not just anything, like a local, local tavern or uh, local taco uh -huh. place. 
We like, uh, hearing, we like hearing about different places across we like the country. To, we like to take notes when you guys tell us this stuff, so <laughs> if we're in the area, we know where to go. Yeah. I, I love little hole-in-the-wall spots. I mean, you, you you can have your normal name brand stuff, but like little hole-in-the-wall spots are what I like to go to. Like yes. when I go back to Chili Bowl, there's a place called Chewy's uh, Mexican Restaurant, and they have a big-as-your-face burrito and the option to have boom boom sauce. And when I tell you this is pounds, it's about eight pounds. It's the Damn. biggest thing. And it, I think it's a challenge. I don't know. I got it one year. Um, I think it was on a Thursday night, and I didn't watch any racing that night. Just sat in the <laughs> center uh, praying to the porcelain gods. But Ooh. if you do go, um, Chewy's is phenomenal out in Oklahoma. But here out in California, we have a couple of good little spots uh, for Mexican food, at least. Um, there's this place called uh, Alendis. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't speak Spanish, but it's... Uh, <laughs> Close enough. Uh, yeah, s- somewhat. Got to roll the R's a little bit. But, no, Alendis is pretty good. And then we have uh, Alcobar. Alcobar is a really good one um, for Mexican food. So that's my go-to, at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, I kind of I kind of get on Google Maps, and uh, you know, look at places like I've been looking around at Paris out there because I'm planning on going out there in November, and a lot of uh-huh. Mexican. Yeah, so I see. Uh, I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to try some Mexican while I'm out there <laughs> for sure. So uh, definitely no shortage of that. So I'll definitely try some. But uh, I just like looking at places. And, I just like looking at places and seeing you know uh, what's in the area. Uh, what I'm about? Trying to think around. Go ahead. Um, uh, around Paris, I think the only really good spot, Ricky Gaunt pointed it out earlier, is Farmer Boys. But then it's not really Mexican food. I mean, it's more of an American deal. Uh, yeah. But they have some pretty pitching burgers and sandwiches, so that's definitely a good go-to. But I think, I don't know. If if I eat near a racetrack, unfortunately, I'd go to like In-N-Out or like Taco Bell. So like really shitty fast foods. Yeah. <laughs> So what's your so what's your uh, in and out order, if you go? Well, when I when I used to eat like a starving African child, I I always went for the uh, double double animal style animal fries and an extra large pink lemonade. Ooh, hell yeah! Yeah, it pink was lemonade. it was a hefty hefty meal for sure. And then I <laughs> come and then think, man, why am I gaining five pounds after every race weekend? Well, <laughs> looking at my order. I went through a brand new custom fitted suit eating like that, so like, I was to, like, "Yeah, I'll back that down." Need to trim that out, yeah. <laughs> trim it back. Yeah. So, but, so yeah. The, the sauce is—is is it like a? Well, I think we've asked several people, but it's like a Thousand Island, like kind of like a Big Mac type sauce. Oh, this on the burger. Yeah, it's 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 a something. I can't really. It's a mystery sauce for sure. It's like a Thousand Island. So it's like it's mayonnaise. Really all- it's like mayonnaise based, I guess. Then. Is that what thousand dollars? Yeah, yeah, mayonnaise. Some it's like a whitish, pinkish type yeah. deal, uh, pan. But I don't know. I mean, it's not really for that. I, I mean, it's all right. It's just so. So would I be like uh, shunned if I asked for no sauce? Oh, trust me, you're better without. That. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because me and Charlie neither want I mean, mayonnaise at all, nothing like that. So if you're gonna go try it. Try in and out for the first time. Maybe get it on the side. I just go for 
like a normal burger. I mean, they're nothing special. Yeah, that's I what mean, I've heard. I mean, it's pretty, it's just overhyped. I mean, it's a California thing, and California people think their shit don't stink. So yeah. they're like, oh, it's an absolute great day. And I was like, eh, yeah, there's a lot back. Yeah, so. I think Gone even said, yeah, it wasn't all that great. And then Roa even said, I think it was Roa, we talked to him as well on here. Uh, uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, I'd rather, was it him? He said, I'd rather have Whataburger. I think it was him. It was one of the Cali guys. I think it was uh, uh, yeah. Roa. But we definitely get down to some Whataburger, though, if we're ever out that way in Tulsa area. Actually, we stayed there. I stayed there this year, and we had an Airbnb, uh-huh. and we were like, Point three miles away from a Whataburger, so I was there like every night. <laughs> oh, and they were open twenty four hours, so I was down there like midnight. Never really went to. What's that? I said that's one of the spots I never never really went to. Burger joint. Yeah, the Whataburger. Yeah. Yeah. They got a. It's basically an in and out, just a different version. But no sauce. Okay. But it's they have like chicken sandwiches. They got breakfast. They got. But the burgers are huge, like, like they're no, there's no little Big Mac, little fucking McDouble. It's like an actual. I, get, I usually get a triple, so I get oh, a triple, wow. a triple and fries, and call it a night and go pass out. With that spicy ketchup. With the spicy ketchup, yes. Um, I, I heard, I heard y'all talking to Ricky Gunn about that spicy ketchup. Is it really that life life changing? I I freaking love it. Like I've got a bottle of it in my fridge at home. I don't eat. <laughs> if I get fries. At a freaking Burger King, I go to the house right. so I can get my spicy ketchup to eat those fries with. <laughs> and honestly, right, well. I, I wasn't even a ketchup guy, and it kind of roped me back into oh, the ketchup. This, I like this ketchup. So all right, because we get right, it in well. squeeze bottles. I think you can even order it on their website if you're that if you're feeling froggy. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Well, damn. I guess next time I'm in Tulsa, I think hopefully this year. I've got. I gotta go try that spicy ketchup and water burger. Yeah, <laughs> I like it a lot. I highly recommend. Yeah. Maybe we uh, overhyped so- it, but I mean, it's. We think it's good. I mean, it's better. It's one of the better fast food burgers, I think. Um, oh, I'll, I'll take you guys' word for it. You guys are definitely foodies <laughs> and make some great food. So yeah. I'm not going to knock the uh, chef's, chef's oh, yeah. recommendation. Yeah, here. but everybody else is. Uh, you know, everybody's got their own opinions. But uh, hell yeah, um, let us know what you think. But. Uh, so any any good wineries out your way? I know there's you know you're down kind of in the uh, California's a big wine state. So got uh-huh. any, any of those out that way? You're not a wine guy or? Uh... Well, I hate to disappoint you. I just turned 21 not too long ago, uh-huh. so I haven't been gallivanting around the uh, the wineries. Uh, my my uncle though, um, big wine guy. Every time I call him during the week, oh we're at a winery. Oh we're at a winery. I was like, man, I think. They should kick you out of those. You're in there too damn much. But <laughs> right. you know, I'll have to ask him if you guys are big wine guys for good spots. I mean, there's definitely not any down here that I know of. All Northern California has it for sure, but I haven't really spent a lot of time up in Northern California to uh, endeavor in the, the wine. Yeah, gotcha. I did look, like I said, I was on maps, uh, and I did find a little string of some wineries down around uh, – down your way can't remember uh exactly any of the names but uh mm-hmm. there's probably a couple we're not really big wine guys i just figured i might hit one if i'm out there just say i did it but yeah, yeah. considering that california and, wine country and let's be honest know. some of them have food so guess what i'll be trying some food too so yeah absolutely but, uh, the, 
in you know, a little charcuterie board full of cheeses and yeah. breads and get some crackers. And, absolutely. <laughs> An adult lunch, adult or, lunchable, as <laughs> some people call yeah, it. Yeah. They, it'd be adult lunchable, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> Absolutely. There's actually I mean, a barn. I, There's a place in Terre Haute that says uh, they have it. They call it the adult lunchable. They said because we're we're too fancy to call it a. We're not fancy enough to call it a charcuterie board. <laughs> <laughs> so that's literally what's on the menu. It, it but, says uh, it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I have, think that's all I had. Have for you that. ever traveled to the Midwest at all? Unless you oh, want to count, like Tulsa, count Tulsa. I guess kind of Midwest. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, borderline. more this way yeah. toward Indiana, no, Missouri. I ran. Uh, we I think a couple of years ago when we were doing the lightning sprint, we traveled out to. I think it was either Missouri or Montana. I don't. It was one of the M states, and we went out there for a weekend and ran. So I think that's the furthest I've gone. But I'd like to come out to the Midwest and run all the Indiana tracks. Um, but. I think, yeah, Missouri or Montana, either one of those two are the <laughs> furthest west that I've ever ran. Gotcha. I'd say uh, probably Missouri because Montana's up uh, pretty, damn near Canada. Pretty far north. So. I think Canada's the next thing past it. it. I, yeah. See, I, did, I didn't Maybe it was. go to high school and learn much. I cheated my way through <laughs> high school, unfortunately. Don't don't listen to that, Mom. But, yeah. <laughs> no, we, uh, I didn't Stay in school, attention. kids. Pay attention in school. Yeah, stay in school. <laughs> Yeah, fondly enough, my dad's racing role with me. When I first started racing, he's like, you need straight A's, and you need to be respectful to your mom, respectful to your teachers, and we can go out racing. I'm like, all right, cool. So I found my little cheater system on how to get A's, and uh-huh. I was kind to my mom and went racing. Yeah. Hey, you done what you asked. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't matter you how you got there. To go, yeah, you, as long as I did what he asked me to do, the smart-ass way, I did it. So. Yep. <laughs> we did good. So, uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, so on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever, uh, is all just James Turnbull Two J, uh, and then on Facebook, it's uh, James Turnbull, which sucks because my dad is also named James Turnbull. So, if you find the profile picture of the Sprint car, that one's me. If you find the other one with my dad, brother, and myself. That's my dad. So. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, just James Trumbull Two J on all social media platforms. You, you got any like shirts or merch or anything for sale on the website or anything? Or uh, no, but we're gonna start coming out with merch here pretty soon. Right? We're gonna get some designed up. So hopefully by the time I come back from running the USAC National stuff down in Texas, we'll get some shirts all done up and we'll get a website and get that get that all fancied out. Oh yeah, man. Hell yeah. Uh, you got any sponsors you'd like to thank? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so i like to thank uh, M1 Fab, of course, out of Texas. Uh, then we got Breezes Air Conditioning, Area Constructions. Uh, we got Tierra Site Works, DRS Roofing Supply, Majestic Metals, Sherman Race Cars, Max Mitri Racing, Devin Mail Photography, RNS Drywall, CMR Construction. Yeah, we got a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, FK. Yeah. Uh, suspensions. The custom shop. And if I'm not, I think that's it for right now. I think I covered all the bases. That's a pretty Hell good yeah. list of co- uh, sponsors right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was getting a little long-winded there. I was like, man. Yeah, you're good. 
<laughs> kind of like a uh, feel like a NASCAR guy reading all the reading all the sponsors. <laughs> they went after the race, yeah. or they used to do it. I don't know if they do it much anymore, but oh yeah, uh, you know we got the the old two J Pontiac Del Taco <laughs> Yeah. Five so, minutes later, they answer the question. Yeah. After all the sponsors. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. I gotta, whenever I do interviews, I normally sum it up to four, but I'd like to show this one up to all the sponsors. So I got to shout out every single one of them. Yeah, for oh, sure, yeah. man. That couldn't do it without them. So, uh, so Absolutely. That, that Texas trip, that's going to be, I know you touched on it a little bit earlier, but uh, that's going to be mm-hmm. a good one. You're looking forward to that, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. I mean, there's two. Uh, I mean, I'm a little iffy on Devil's Bowl. Devil's Bowl is pretty big, big little half mile there. But, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty stoked to do it. They got, I think, a quarter mile and a three-eighths, and then two days at a half mile Devil's Bowl. So I'm pretty excited to go run with the USAC National guys, see what we got compared to them. And my goal is just to make the A every night and just – build a notebook and learn and see what speed I have against these guys. Cause hopefully one day I get to run with them full time. Yeah. That's the ultimate, uh, it's ultimate goal. I guess we'll see what you got, but, uh, yeah, good luck there for sure. And, uh, Thank you. yeah, I think we're about done. We'll wrap it up. Uh, unless you got any last words, got anything for us? I think we hit, we hit, uh, we hit, we hit a lot. We've got a lot to talk about. I, yeah, I, I think we hit every category on the head. If I do say so myself, <laughs> you got okay. We haven't done this in a while, but you got any questions for us? You're on the spot. But. Questions. All right. Well, since you guys are did a, uh, you know what? How how long have you guys been cooking? I know you guys are really passionate about that, and I've seen a bunch of your work. How long have you been in the in the barbecue business? Well, <clears throat> one thing you got to consider is I'm old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> compared to Bunner, for sure. But, uh, shit, I guess I it was, I was probably in my, you know, early 20s. I didn't care that much about cooking. But maybe but like toward 25, 26, I started doing a little grilling and like, oh, this is, this is better than freaking restaurants and yeah. and doing stuff. So I'd, I'd say I'm getting close to 20 years now I've been yeah. Doing a lot of smoking and grilling and shit. Wow. Yeah. Seasoned veteran. I still can't yeah. do fucking chicken though. Yeah. <laughs> if he I'm says in that the, every time. If I'm in the mood for chicken, I just come to Bunner's house, we eat chicken. <laughs> yeah, I'll take he's care got of that. Chicken. He's got that figured out. I cannot do chicken. I dry uh, it out every time. As far as me, I mean I like you said earlier about you about burning a house down, uh never done that myself, but I think that I can think of. Um uh, but uh, I don't know. My cousin gave me an old Weber kettle grill uh, back when I f- first moved out of the house, my parents' house, and got an apartment. And never used it. It sat in the corner, and then I actually, got, I actually mm-hmm. bought a house. And uh, I don't know. Didn't know what the hell I was doing. I mean, burning burgers and, you know, uh-huh. burning shit, fucking shit up, burning steaks, overcooking <laughs> steaks. But you got to learn somehow, right? right? So, uh, oh, absolutely. I don't know. I kind of messed around. Then I ended up buying, uh, I, I don't know, I, I've acquired a few grills. So, uh, kind of different things uh, to cook on. And I think really what kick-started most of it was COVID, of course. I know uh-huh. I hate talking about that, but because uh, everything was shut down, right? So, guess what? I just went to the store and just started I started messing around, cooking different stuff. And, I don't know, actually enjoyed it. And it's cheaper than go- – and you couldn't go anywhere, so you had to, you had to do it, right? So, uh, yeah. at the house. So, 
and I found out it was actually cheaper, and especially now it's cheaper because everything's through the roof. But I'd rather just yeah. do shit, do shit at the house, and uh, you know, and just what, do what I want. Once you figure it out a little bit, ten to one, everything you cook is better than what you go to the restaurant and get. Yeah. That ain't even yeah. that's Usually. not any kind of bragging or anything. It's just it just seems better. Like you can season it, it the way you want it. You can cook it the way you want it. You don't say, "Hey, I want it." Uh, Medium rare, and you get a fucking piece of shoe leather in your <laughs> goddamn plate. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. And then, yeah. I mean, and if you mess it up, it's your own fault. You don't yeah. just you can't send it back because oh. you did it. You did it. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but uh, I don't know. That's just kind of what kind of messed around. And now now we're uh, I don't know. We've we've branched out. We've we started doing some stuff. But it's actually there's there's plenty of stuff on YouTube and uh, mainly there you can watch a lot of cooking videos and stuff and. Guys will help you okay. out and give you pointers and stuff. So that's kind of what I've looked at that and yeah. taking pointers from people and uh, talk to people. We know uh, one of our sponsors, Rounders Two Pizza. That dude, that dude can cook some barbecue and he cook about it. I think he could barbecue a dog shit and it tastes fine, but uh, maybe not. I don't want to try it, but you know. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, was, I wasn't gonna offer. It. Yeah, but uh, that dude, I, we've got a lot of pointers from him. But uh, anyways, stretched stretched out that answer for me, but. Um, I guess that answered your question, but yeah, yeah. oh yeah, man, absolutely. Well, uh, I guess we uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on the podcast, talking to us for a little bit. And good absolutely. luck. Good luck. Uh, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I was just gonna say I'm, I'm grateful for you guys reaching out and getting me on the show. I think this is super super cool, and I like like the opportunity to talk, as as you can tell, but. No, yeah. like, thank you guys so much once again for uh, reaching out and having me on. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining, and uh, good luck this season. We look forward to seeing you in the future and maybe, you know, part two episodes sometime. You never know. Absolutely. That'd be, that'd be fun. Yeah. Hopefully you got a couple of wins under your belt to talk to us about next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I plan on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give them hell. All right, man. Will do. All right. Stay cool. We'll see you later. All right. Thank you, guys. Stay You're safe. Welcome. Have a good one. Thanks. See you. Bye. And we're back from that interview. It's a good interview from uh, from James. There, good uh, get to know about him a little bit and some things he does out there and his background and had some technical phone issues. Yeah, he, uh, had some signal issues, but uh, you got to hear most of it. You got most of it, in, yeah. yeah. So, so we're back. It feels weird. We're back in the studio. I know it's kind of weird to say, but uh, it's the first time we've been here. And you know what? We didn't even look like to see when the last time we were here. Three weeks, maybe. Let's see, episode list probably was. We've been on the road. Kyle Hammer was probably the last one. It was the last one that we was here. So that was on. That was in and then a month ago when we done Rylan. We were that, at we were at Hornville that week. Yeah. So. Yeah, but one out of the last five episodes we've been here. Yeah, I feel like we've been kind of we've been out. You know, we're mobile now, which is nice. We can move to go places and do this, but uh, it's kind of you know. To get here and back in the, the studio and it's pretty nice turn the race on the studio, sitting in the studio doing yeah. this too yeah if I get the fucking printer to work but uh <laughs> about to throw that thing out the window but uh we're back thought we were gonna miss an episode this week but we ended up coming in and coming in clutch especially with uh Easter holiday so hope everybody had a good Easter by the time this is posted it'll be Monday so um back to some old news I had these notes and I just haven't done anything with it because we've been out of out of our element like i said but 
everybody probably heard this. Maybe they didn't. But the Rudine Racing will uh, be fielding a number 26 non-wing sprint car at Select Indiana events this year. Um, that car is, you know, I like the, the blue and the white. Uh, Good-looking car. And that's cool. I, I'm interested to see who's going to be in that car. I don't know if it's going to be Zeb or, or who. but I'm looking forward to it, too. That's good to see, like I said, uh, you know, other teams jumping in and. I guess probably Keith's favorite race team, ain't it? He loves them guys. Uh, he's not so much since they got rid of his boy Corey yeah, Lyson. Yeah, he he actually texted me on Friday about it. Yeah, but uh, he's he's a Corey fan. He was a big Corey fan, but, regardless uh, of the team. But um, so yeah, that's good to see new teams coming in, and then also lads. Since I'm talking about that, uh, Abacus Racing, uh, number fifty-eight, uh, fifty-seven, fifty-eight. Uh, they run midgets, but they. Maybe surprised some people last Sunday on the 2nd of April and uh, brought a brand-new non-wing sprint car out to Lincoln Park for their weekly show. Yep. And Daniel Whitley was behind the wheel, a previous episode guy. Kid. Uh, he moved to Indiana, so he's. I think they're going to be running some local stuff and then seeing what they can do this year and then maybe see where they can go from there uh, for the rest of the If that race was any indication, it's yeah. look out. Yeah, because he, he started 19th in feature or special number one and finished second. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Come up through And it's first time, like we talked about, I think, with uh, James on there. But, yeah, first time at the track. So. Yeah. Looking forward to see what he can do. And, uh, good to, like I said, good, good to see new teams come in and spin there. Get, get the new cars. Get the new – get some more cars in there, you know. So. Uh, and also, Jake Andriotti is going full-time USAC midget racing with uh, Tom Malloy and crew chief Jerome Rodella in 2023 with uh, teammate Jacob Denny. So. He's making the jump. He's a California guy. Yep. Um, also, we didn't really touch on the Gas City. Uh, their schedule was out. And, you know, we said they're not doing weekly racing. So, but they are doing a, like a, like a weekly points deal for sprint cars. And they're, they're calling it like uh, the Derrick, you know, like a oil Derrick. Um, one through six. And then they're doing a points. The top ten will race for the Derrick shootout on October 21st with a special purse and custom-made trophy. So, there's still a little bit of an incentive to show up there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, cool trophy, maybe a bonus or something. Uh, like I said, it sucks they're not doing the weekly deal, but at least they're doing something to keep keep some kind of keep points, keep track of some points, yeah. keep people interested. Keep a few drivers uh, and dedicated fans. drivers. That yeah, will up come that there. way. So, and uh, unfortunate news here: Boyd Speedway in Ringgold, Cal- Georgia, not California, uh, has been sold to Brown Brothers Construction. Uh, track is most likely done, and uh, which they're probably not like it isn't done, meaning not racing any, not going to hold events anymore. Um, yeah, they. I think I read the comment on their their Facebook here. Uh, the owner just said he was tired of uh, difficult decision to you know sell it and trying to trying to keep the track going. And, and I think the old owner actually commented on it as well and said that. That uh, the Brown brothers had tried to purchase purchase it. They said they offered more money than this other guy did a few years ago when he sold it, and he still sold it to this guy. And then this guy sells out to the Brown brothers construction. So I'd say that'll be plowed down. I think that was a big late model track down there, <coughs> down that way. So yeah, that's unfortunate. So unfortunate news there. But I don't know. Maybe another track will open to fill that void. Somewhere. Hopefully. I'm sick and tired of seeing tracks just get smashed and run down and 
dozed over and made into a fucking parking lot for something else. Mm, junkyard, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Drives yeah. me crazy. Uh, the Simone Classic was Saturday at King Speedway. Wing and non-wing combo race. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, we'll have those results in a little bit. Yeah, kind of. I think we we <laughs> I think maybe James has kind of ratted out the results earlier, but a little bit. Still cool. <laughs> it's a cool event using the same car. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the kind event here. Up that way, or maybe in the whole country. And <clears throat> Chili Bow Nationals have uh, lost the Lucas Oil title sponsor. They're currently looking for one uh, a broadcast partner for the mains on Saturday. I don't know if uh, Mav TV is out or if that's still going. Or From what it sounded what. like, it kind of sounds like it. But since they're owned by Lucas Oil, this comes as a after a change in command at Lucas Oil, they pulled the sponsorship out. ASCS and tractor polling. As well, yeah. Yep. So I think Forrest Lucas, one of his boys, took over that part of it. So uh, they're putting money elsewhere, I guess. And I know Kyle uh, Bush had a sponsor. I think the Fontana race he was sponsored mm-hmm. by Lucas Oil. Yeah. So, and then like we said, I'm sure you saw the new ASCS logo. It was no more Lucas Oil. It's not the Lucas Oil ASCS. So, I mean, uh we might see them gradually pulling out of racing, maybe. I mean, uh, maybe Lucas Oil 8 models. hate to see it, but. I can't I can't imagine Lucas Oil out of racing. <laughs> right. I know they've been involved in it for a while, but I guess that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. But they've been around for so long, though, like doing it. Like, yeah. you know, the War Series, they sponsored that. And, I mean, the Wheatland, Missouri, uh, Lucas Oil Raceway. IRPs, Lucas Oil as well. Um uh, I don't know. Maybe they're putting money into different sports now, like NFL and shit like that. I don't know. but Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll still be into something. And they yeah. may stick in racing some, yeah. too. I, I think I they, know, do, they do some more drag racing stuff now, I believe, sponsorship. Yeah, or they have NHRA stuff. But um, going to be interesting to see who picks that up. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess we'll – find out before january of next year <laughs> yep i guess they're they're working hard i'm sure now to find <laughs> oh, yeah, somebody i'm sure they're scrambling put a couple of fields out anyway uh mmsa uh non-wing event in wayne county got rained out this weekend of course moved it back i think it's going to be this weekend right yeah this uh be or the next weekend yeah well no uh because that's we that's a hot stuff are they moving it hold on, let, me look, let me look let me look yeah, let's see. What I, we got I seen here. where they moved it, but I, did, I didn't actually look at the date where they Friday. moved it. Friday. Oh, no, that, no, hold on. They're going to go. Friday's at Bloomington. Yeah. When did they move that? Hold on a second. I should have. I should have proofread that. Um, okay, so they. Mm, maybe they're not going to run it. Looks like they're just running like at Bloomington. They're going to Bloomington on Friday. Maybe they just can't canceled for. Try to find another track. Yeah. It says to go non-wing racing, so. Oh, well. Well, uh, they'll get it in or whatever, but mm-hmm. they'll they'll be at Tri-State this weekend where we'll be for the first fucking race of the year. We better be. At Hobstock. You're damn right, we'll be there. Um, Woo! So, <laughs> pumped. Give me a Ric Flair. Get, get a little. Yeah, two claps. And Woo! <laughs> oh, that was a little loud, right? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting pumped over here. Yeah. Uh, so, social media of the week. We haven't done this in a while either. Uh, shocker. Danny Dietrich's at the center of it. Uh, should we start with that one? That is my favorite. 
Yeah. So, uh, was he's, it last night? Yesterday? It was Friday year. night. Was it Saturday it was, it was or Friday? A, it was Friday, I think. This is a day ago. Uh, it says, odds I get thrown out of the Grove this year. Thrown out, negative 650, not thrown out, plus 200. <laughs> oh. So, and that there's dude. no comments on it, but I wish I could see him. But, uh. Maybe he, I can't get on my regular profile and see him. He's uh, on a tear this year with <laughs> social media funny yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that one and then Lernerville, there was some stuff going on there too about some videoing the track, uh, wall cards on the track and things. And I see that. A they whole don't want people big, having cell phones out or nothing. There was a whole big about it. And then somebody, then Lernerville says it was a fake account that was talking about it. And then Justin Fiedler, the guy, you know, dirt tracker yeah. guy, he, he mentioned it and he was sharing it on Twitter. Like, like he was – all day he was posting shit up and sharing shit up and retweeting about stuff. And um, I guess he said somebody from the track messaged him and told him to take it down. And so, like, shit got pretty pretty tense there, I guess. Or not tense, but pretty uh, fiery there during yeah, the day. Like that Those couple Tuesday, Wednesday. But uh, that and then the uh, – did I send you the, the one about uh, <laughs> Lincoln Park last week? Slide job, mm-hmm. Bob. Oh, I'm sure you did. The, I, I remember uh, this. Whenever uh, they put a – he retweeted the Port Royal um, thing. When was that? Maybe he deleted it. Oh, good thing I got a screenshot of it. Um, <laughs> Port Royal was talking about they ran all these races and and they didn't have a problem, you know, getting it all in. Hmm. There it is. I know you uh, said it to me. Non-qualifying events, three features, full full warm-ups, two hours and 18 minutes at Port Royal. And Slide Job Bob uh, tagged Lincoln Park in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe take a hint yeah. there. Because <laughs> that was uh, well, last Sunday was Sprints, bo- Sprints, Superstocks, Modifies, and Bombers. And they started at 2 o'clock, and they were still running a feature at 9 p.m. I mean, I like seeing all those other classes and stuff. I mean, you got to have them. It gives guys opportunities to move up. Time to get asses in the seat, tracks, laps run. But, man, you don't got to have five of them in one night. Yeah. You don't got to have five classes. Do two classes. And the track's junk, usually. Yeah, you've got that many. Or you've got, Every car or you've is got, not designed to Or same. you've got those guys just dicking around all night. But. Yeah, I mean – Got to have the other series too, but yeah. just don't do it all at on one night. Yeah, don't do all the series on one night. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's all the social media that I had. Um, oh, like we just said, try we had the Rick Flair or Tri State opener is uh, this Saturday the fifteenth. I'm pumped. Yep, live. Doing I ain't. That. I didn't miss the Chili Bowl. I ain't been to a fucking race. Yeah, live since uh, last year. Yeah, I am ready. I need to hear four ten in person. So yeah. Ready for that. Thought about going to Bloomington, but I doubt it. Uh, at least for the race, I'm taking the camper or nothing, but I probably won't go. Uh, get ready for Hopstock. Yeah. But got some shit to do to the camper this week. Got to gotta do some stuff. So, uh, <laughs> you know, just finally got warmed up, and I'll use that as, as excuse. But uh do need to get the antifreeze dumped out of it, and uh, I got to get that new battery picked up. Got to go pick that up this week. House battery. Um just organize some shit that's in there that I just kind of threw in there and that's been in there since the last race. So uh, doing that and to figure out our food situation, what we're going to do. I'm sure we'll do something. Yeah, yeah. 
probably uh, maybe doing some burgers and broths, maybe maybe take some ribs. Got a couple of ribs we need to hand out, don't we? Oh, yeah, for sure. So we don't, We're not going to go crazy. Ribs are easy to fix. We can probably just do two, three racks, maybe. A couple racks of those, but. So maybe uh, if you're a driver listening, maybe you'll be your lucky day that you've been on the show with us. Or maybe it's a new guy. Yeah. Maybe it's a new guy we, we just get dropped him off to. So, uh, and also Highland Racing season debut is Tuesday at Lakeside Speedway in Kansas City. $50,000 hairs to win. So I'm sure that'll be – I did see I think there's 25 guys that's committed to that series yeah, this year. I think so. So plus – so there's going to be those 25 at least, and then we'll see who else shows up. You so know there's going to be some people want to – Maybe see a Brian Brown over there. He's from that area. Maybe bump see – Bump uh, for that 50 grand. Some of those uh, he sits in Knoxville guys run over there maybe. Yeah. Uh, so that would be good. Um, but uh, looking forward to that. And that will be Tuesday on floor racing. So Yeah. Uh, the race monitor and my race pass drama that has just happened. <coughs> yeah, this, uh, this past couple of weeks has been kind of fi- fired up. I don't know exactly where to go with it. I've I've had race monitor. I guess I'm going to have to get my race pass now, too. Because race monitor is owned by Flow Racing. My race pass is owned by World Racing Group. I don't know there that, you I go. I don't know that it is, but I'm, they're not affiliated with... With uh, flow, so either I, way, I, maybe I race monitor misread that or whatever. But that's I was fine. Kind of thinking, but it's, anyway, yeah, it's they're probably they're in with it. it that's the it, exclusive it, deal now for yeah, them. If so. you want to get World of Outlaw race results, timing results, that's you, where you got to go. go to my race pass. I think it's seven ninety nine for the seven ninety. You can pay for bigger packages, but race <laughs> monitor six ninety nine. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> where do you get those at? No, I want one of those. I can't help you there, but uh. My little fella yeah. needs a b- bump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, seven ninety nine for the regular, uh, I guess, yearly deal. But I think Race Monitor still six ninety nine. Yeah. I've got them both. But we got both. Uh, I don't have my Race Pass. I'm guessing I think, I'm getting it. I think. Yeah. I think uh, Race Monitor is easier to navigate. I that, think that was get there. You can get there too. quicker, and you can pick which race you can pick. You can set favorites. Yeah. I guess you could do. I just need to get on my Race Pass more and use it. I know Danny Dietrich was vocal about it and. I don't give a shit about a profile. I got his picture in his car and where he's born and I just want to see other results. races he's won. Yeah, I just want timing. timing. I want the timing. That's all I yeah. give a shit about. But I don't know. We'll get used to it, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. And we're going to have to, or people are going to have to. Oh, that's yeah. That's what it's going to be. So, As long as Flo owns Race Monitor, you're just not going to get any outlaw stuff yep. on there. That's how, that's how it crumbles. Any world that's racing group the, stuff. Where the, where, where the cookie crumbles, I guess. Yep. Uh. God, the fucking dirt draft. Mm. No good? It has not been good. I mean, I think uh, my best, and I don't know, we ain't talked about it in a few weeks, and those results go away after after seven days. Unless you get on here, you can drop this down. Yeah, you can do that. I haven't done it, but... um, Go ahead and tell yours. I'm going back so I can yeah, see my last one. Let's see one. where mine was. I've had a couple of decent ones, but it has not been. This Friday at US 36 for the Outlaws, I was 676. Not worth a fuck. Um, let's see. Yeah, everybody made it, but, you know. Uh, and then I was over 1,000 for the Hunt the Front race. That was horrible. I don't know. I didn't even see who, where everybody finished on that. I had to have a couple done. Oh, yeah, I had one, two D. Dude, Boom's, Boom Briggs didn't even start. 
you I was, shouldn't be? Yeah, and he was like uh, twenty grand yeah. or something too. Uh, I was seven seventy five in the hunt to front. Decent, better than me. Um, and then kind of threw a dart last night and picked up the uh, short track super series at Orange County Fair and finished fifteenth uh, for uh, four hundred points. I think no, not four hundred points. I got two hundred and ninety. No, four hundred. Right? 400, Is that right? Yeah, yeah four hundred. That's, that's what you got. Uh, yeah, Larry White second, Jack Lanier fifth, the Ginger Ninja uh, 12th, 17th, 19th. So I don't know what you ended up with. but And then uh, 81 Speedway last night, Outlaws, I was 325, so I'm not where the fuck either. either. I got uh, 577. Last night? Last night. Mm. I will uh, say, uh, go ahead. My last good one was, uh, what? Oh, that was shit. I hit the button and it just blanked out here. I got 39th at uh, Texas Speedway. What, this weekend? No, no, no. It's been a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. We ain't done our dirt draft results. I'm just looking I, back. I don't think I've even done it. What the fuck? I don't think there's anything to really talk about on here for me. But I got 177. 39th was Bowl. my best in a while. Yeah. Actually. Which is pretty good. Shout out to Keith. Uh, oh, yeah. He He actually won yep. uh, one night. Uh, good for him. So, good friend of ours, of course. Uh but dirt draft, another day, another dollar, I guess. Another, I another month, another five dollar. I haven't won holla. one in a long time. I think it was yeah. early last year, the yeah. last, and it was a late model race that I won. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, there's a there's a hell tour race. I think. You I won. think it was yeah. a hell tour race. I think I got two of them during the hell tour. Yeah. Somehow, crazy ass luck, but. Uh, yeah. Yep. So. Uh, uh, we do have a a new sponsor. Yeah. Crone Farms. Yeah, jumped on with us. Yeah, he's gonna gonna help us out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's been a been a change there. Uh, the uh, we're just Crone Farms is one of Chrome our new Farms. sponsors. Yeah. So we did uh, we did have to lose one, I guess, off of that, but That's we also all. we also gained one. So. Lost thanks, one, gained thanks, one. Ben, so thanks, Ben, uh, for ben, coming we're on. Big fans of Ben. Yeah, good dude. So, Chrome Farms out there in uh, Owensville Road, out there by Evansville. That's Evansville address, but yeah, farms two thousand acres. Does a pretty good job out there hard by work, himself. Hard working, by son himself. bitch. Yeah. So props to him. Thanks to him for helping out. So, and uh, should we talk about this real quick too? The last night at Orangeburg. We haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. <clears throat> Sure, everybody talk, everybody's heard about everybody it. Everybody knows but. about it by now, for sure. Uh, man, it's a it's a nasty wreck. Yeah. But also, what I read was it was like him inhaling the flames. That's what got him. Yeah. But we don't. Who knows? We haven't really heard. Who knows? We don't want to speculate, I mean, but because we're no medical surgeons. No, anything, definitely so. not. But uh, anyway, Justin Owen did pass away uh, after that crash in qualifying last night at Orangeburg, Saturday night at qualifying Orangeburg. So that event was canceled. Hate uh, seeing that. Hate uh, hearing about that. Yeah. But well, bad deal. Again, as much as we love the sport, as much as we love everything about it, racing cars at a friggin' fast ass speed, it could happen. We're yeah. lucky that it don't happen more often. Yep. Bad deal, unfortunate. Uh, thoughts and prayers to that family and uh, you know everybody uh, that's the been, whole racing community because uh, it's just the, a big family. Yeah. All the drivers, all the all the uh, first responders and yeah. not responders, if you want to call them that track crew, we'll say that. But, anyways, 
So I didn't even mention that was our Stoking the Fire segment. So that wraps that up, and we'll move on to the feature finish. And this podcast is, speaking of sponsorship, probably sponsored by Rounder Sea Pizza, home of the Nameless Pizza, located in Dayton, Indiana. That is T-O-O, not the number two. Follow them on Facebook for all your their weekly specials, like our favorite, Thursday Thursday, 12 Wings and a Pitcher of Beer for sixteen fifty or $16. I don't remember. Uh, it's one of the two. 50 cents difference. Dine in and carry out for all your your pizza, beer, wings, sandwich needs. Give them a call at 812-867-7172 or check out their Facebook page. I think so, we've had pizza the last two or three times. Yeah. Might have kind of filling some wings I need, to, I need to mix it up. Yeah, we need to mix it up. We've, we, we were, we've ooh, been experimenting with those pizzas, we, though. Tell you we, what we need is that fucking Detroit style. Oh, well, if we, if we can, uh, if we can, but like you said, it's been pizza, 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 pizza. I do like pizza. If maybe uh, I'm thinking, maybe throw a sandwich in there too. Sometimes. I mean, if Joe will make the dough, yeah, for the Detroit style, yeah, be, be we, money. We, we're doing pizza again, yeah. but wings sound good too. We need to do that. Some uh, wings or a sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. Mix it we, up. We have done pizza like three weeks in a row, I think. Uh, more, yeah, well, maybe, like more, maybe more. Because yeah. we did the. The one mixture that was the cheap, uh, different, yeah, sweet Sauce, chili, and then we yep. had the two Nashville hots. I don't know what we had before that. Probably grit iron. Um, didn't I? Didn't go last week. I know you stopped by there, but I had uh, five year anniversary dinner here at the house. Uh, I wasn't getting out on that, so yeah, actually, I didn't. I didn't actually, it was Sunday. Either. I think it was Sunday or Monday. We're sitting on the couch, and Shalyn looks at me and goes, we "We're talking about dinner for the week," and she looks at me and goes. So we're gonna have to do something big for Thursday. What are you doing on Thursday? And she's just like staring at me, <laughs> like looking through me. Oh yeah. And she was waiting to. And I looked you. at her and I was like, "Okay, I gotta be smart. If I say rounders, I'm gonna get my nuts cut off." <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh yeah, oh, we should totally, babe, we should totally do something. It's our five. It's our five year, right?" I'm so, impressed that you remembered. Yeah, well, I I knew that look. I was like. Oh, something's, yep. something's up. Yeah, what is it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, baby, that sounds awesome. So uh, we'll get to those results. Not results. Yeah, I guess results later. Yeah, um, cooking and food results. Yeah, so uh, back to the future finish here. Sorry, we got windy there, uh, as always. But uh, Lincoln Park, the opener, was moved to April 2nd on last Sunday. Two Sunday. By this time it's posted to be two Sundays ago. Yeah. But we're going to talk about it anyways. Uh, CJ Leary got the win. I think uh, CV was leading up until... The last lap and had a mechanical failure. So, unfortunate for him. Uh, Tomahawk second, third, Jake Swanson. And then they had a special, so the other sprint, uh, you know, guys that made the B or whatever didn't make the A, got to run a feature as well, as we talked about earlier a little bit. Kyle Shipley got the win second, Daniel Whitley, as we talked about, from 19th to second. And That's still freaking impressive. <laughs> like, yeah. That is running the wheels off a car. Yeah. And uh, actually, another one of our favorite episodes, more recent episodes, Aiden Schmidt got third. Yeah. In that number 38. So good for him, getting getting I, his feet wet up there. I think that kid's going to do yeah. big things. I think he's going to be good. If you, like I said, if you don't don't know him, never heard of him, you're going to know about him this year. So. Yep, I think so. Uh, so good deal there. Then last, uh, last night, well, Saturday, April 8th, uh, another Lincoln Park Weekly. Uh, Ty Mahako won second, Jordan Kinzer in the Burton 04, and Braden Fox third. And then the special number one, uh, Seth Parker, Cody Williams, and guess what? Aiden Schmidt, third place. 
again. So maybe he can. He's running good there in third, but uh, maybe you know move him up a spot or two. Maybe yeah. Maybe here this year we'll see him go moving up there. Um, Kyle Larson's late model challenge at Volunteer Speedway on Thursday, April sixth. Guess what? Kyle Larson won that one. <laughs> Del McDowell second, and Jonathan Davenport. And that was a hell of a race. I didn't get to watch. It. I saw the highlights, but uh, there was not much left to that rear or side panel of that uh, late model. He was banging the wall, banging banging it down. So it was beat up pretty bad. Yeah. I, I seen the pictures of it. I didn't watch the race, but I did. Yeah. I seen the pictures yeah. of it. I was busy, as we talked about, but yeah. I did get to watch the the highlights, but. Always good to see, you know, Kyle Larson's going to give it 100% every time. and Don't he's matter good what for, he's good for the, the sport. And Davenport, they always put on all them guys. You got Del McDowell up there running with them. Uh, Davenport, they always they always put on a hell of a show. So, uh, good racing there. The World of Outlaw Sprints on Friday. <clears throat> oh. At US 36. Yeah, I know. I'm just, like, sitting here thinking about this pass. Oh. Still makes my sticker pick up. <laughs> Got the, uh, it's fucking sweet. Thread the needle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here are the results. First place winner, Sheldon Hoddenshield, Carson Cito, Brad Sweet. Yep. If you didn't see that race, just go look at the highlights. Just go watch the highlights just, on YouTube. Just go watch the Sheldon Pass. Just type in uh, Sheldon Hoddenshield US 36, and it might actually populate it by the time you even get his name and yeah. all that typed out. I might just say, hey. First selection, there you oh, go. Oh, man, it is so sweet. Yeah, but, uh, that dude's got... His balls won't fit in this fucking room. He needs a wheelbarrow like a Randy Marsh. <laughs> like Randy on, him around. Yeah, in South Park. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Saturday's results was uh, Rico Carson Macedo and David Gravel. At 81 speed. At 81, yeah, it was different tracks. Yeah. A lot of numbers uh, tracks this yeah, year. we got 36, 36 81, 81, and yeah. we're getting ready to get to another one here in a minute, I think. Uh, yep. <laughs> Our the trifecta, race the trifecta. <laughs> 34 raceway. Hunter Schuenberg, PPM, and Chase Randall. Yep. That was the IRA sprints. Did we say that? Yeah. Okay. I did. We usually don't talk about them, but Not that was much. actually that was a big – since the uh, we didn't mention it, the All-Stars got rained out at Attica, so a lot of those guys went over there. Yeah. Yeah, and as as we said earlier, the Lawrenceburg off obviously was canceled for yeah. good reason. Yeah, and the IRA is also on flow racing for those who didn't know. So it's it's a yeah. it's a good competitive series, even with the, not the even not the big name guys there. I mean, uh, you know, you got a uh, was it Scotty Neitzel? You got a uh, Jake Jake Blackhurst, uh, Jake Newman, uh, Scotty Thiel runs it some. He's not trying to do that much anymore, I don't think. But there's there's some guys that's kind there's of Baylogs won ten championships. He came up yep. through that series. I mean, uh, I mean it's, it's a good series. It's a good series. Good series. Yeah. You know how much of a Baylog fan I am. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how I learned about Baylog uh-huh. was through that series. Yeah. So, Saturday, uh, did you get into the Saturday's results for 34? Oh, I left, I left that out, I guess. Uh, Austin Carl, Corey Elison, and PPM got that one. Uh, actually, that was uh, whenever Bayhawk speaking to him, he got he got hit by uh, oh yeah, quick chicken uh, Randall took a tumble down the first stretch there. Everybody yeah, okay. was kind of nasty. So, uh, then, as of course you said, got canceled. Uh, mentioned that earlier. Uh, weekly Williams Grove race Friday, April seventh. Zeb Wise got the win. Second, Anthony Macri. Third, Freddie Raymer. 
Saturday at Port Royal Weekly, 4-8, uh, April 8th. Devin Borden won. Lance DeWeese second. Zeb Wise third. Lincoln Speedway Weekly on Saturday, Link, uh, Saturday April 8th. Uh, Kyle Moody, Chase Dietz, and Billy Dietrich, brother of Danny Dietrich. Yep. <clears throat> Short Track Super Series in uh, Orange County on Saturday. Super Matt Shepard with the win. Fuck yeah. There you're right. Matt Williamson. Uh, Simone Classic on the King, uh, at King's Speedway uh, on the 8th. It's Corey Day, Justin Sanders, and Shane Galbic. Non-wing feature was uh, Ryan Bernal, Corey Day, Chase Johnson, Bud Cading, Dawson Faria, and Jake Hodges. And... Uh, Pull this up real quick. Yeah, there's a. Let's get this. There's there's one more guy that won. Uh, Have you ever heard of this guy? Have you heard of him? He he won a couple races in the past, but I just wanted to bring it what up. What was his again. name? Do you remember uh, it? Started with an S. The second name started with was the last name started with an S too. Yeah, I think it did. I think it's two S's. Yeah. Uh, like an old guy? Is he old? How old is this guy? Uh, I'm old. This dude's older than me. <laughs> this dude's like, been racing longer than I've been on this earth. Is it? Uh, Win, swindle? Something like that. S- swindle? Is that how you say it? I think that? Swindell sounds Swind- a little better. Swindell sounds a little better? Yeah, like oh, yeah. That. There's a guy that won some races this weekend. Sa- Sam and Sammy <laughs> Swindell. Sammy Swindell back in the winner's circle. Mm-hmm. He won his heat, went on to the dash, won the dash, went on to the feature, won that son bitch yep. at El Paso County Race Speedway or Raceway. In Colorado. In Colorado. It was the ASCS Elite North Sprint Race. Sammy Swindell fucking dominated. Hashtag still winning. Yes. 32 years, to be exact. And so. the trophy is almost as tall as him. It was a big-ass trophy yeah, that he got, too. <laughs> Took that picture with his granddaughter. So, love him or hate him. Dude's hey. still winning. Dude's still running cars. What? What is it? Is he like 70-something now, I think? Nah, he's pushing it. I think he's like 71, 72, I've seen nah, he's that. like 67, 60. He's like late 60s. Oh, late 60s? I thought I'd seen that he was that. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Late 60s. He's over 60. He's still, still wheeling he's cars, man. winning races. Yeah. So. Say what you want. You know, Kinzer fans, Swindell fans. Yep. There's one or the you're, other. You're, you're one, one or the, the other. other. You don't like both guys. Yeah. Or you, yeah, or don't like either one of them. So. But. Sammy still fucking got it. Got it. Uh, you know, guys talk trash. You know, oh, he had to go down to that series to win. Well, who gives a shit? I mean, <laughs> it's not like he's running go karts. He's running an actual sprint wing sprint car. Yeah. I mean, and it, it it's not a given. I mean, those guys all wanted to win too. It's not like he's the only one there. You know, yeah, like they're, they're and not, it's not like they're going to hand it to him. Like, oh, he's here. I'll let him win. They're not going to pull over and say, "Oh, Sammy's here." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you win. Hey, everybody, we're going to have a meeting. Uh, we're going to let Sammy win tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's still got to earn it, you know. It's not. It's not a given. So, and that goes with any former, any anybody, not just him. So, like if Steve Kinzer came back, you know, it'd be the same way. So, uh, I just, I love seeing it. Yep, love it. Good stuff. And I think that about uh, wraps up the feature finish. Yeah, that was a good one. A nice meat. A little more meat than than late lately here we've had on that. Yeah, we meat on the meat, meat on the bone there. Seems like we've only had kind of had a big beef rib instead of the little 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 uh, <laughs> yeah the you little know, pork rib, little uh, dried out you know shriveled up pork ribs. Yeah, maybe but, not. They're not dried out from us, but <laughs> you know maybe uh, I'm trying to think of somewhere you get a little rib. Uh, 
Applebee's, the rib yes, basket. The rib basket. We went to the full beef rib. Yeah, this we week we went the, all the way to the beef rib from yeah, the riblet basket this time. And hopefully more beef ribs here in the hey, future. It's the time that we've got. Uh, yeah. Just got to throw some beef ribs in here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're going to. I guess that wraps it up for yeah, the feature for the finish. Feature finish. Yeah. We're we're welcoming welcoming our springtime sponsor back to the Roots Tree Service. It is spring storm season. Do you have a tree or tree limbs down due to storms or high winds? Or do you have some pesky low-hanging branches you need trimmed or removed? Maybe you have a tree or two you won't cut down, and your job is too big or too small for them. They offer free estimates, so don't hesitate to call 812-228-0532. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Back to the Roots Tree Service and at YouTube at Back to the Roots Tree Service 3020. Or their website at back to the tree, back to the roots tree com to see some of their work. They're licensed and insured. They're supporters of racing as well. They sponsor the Justice Family Racing 12 Mini Sprint. Give them a call and tell them the guys at Dirt Tracks and Rib Rack sent you. Hell yeah. Good dudes. We actually, love them. Actually, Seth's they, just, they just came out, uh, came out this week to my house and trimmed a tree. Yeah. That needed it. Yeah, uh, got I mean, some. Probably coming to my house yeah. pretty soon too. Yeah. I've got one that's got to come down. I mean, I've been putting it off, you know, for uh, for a while. Um, it should have been done, but uh, had some dead some dead limbs and some stuff that's kind of overhanging. And I mean, <laughs> we were out there that day, and I, we talked about it when that branch fell. And if I would have had my camper, it was when I got back from Knoxville that first year mm-hmm. I went. I pulled the camper in by the barn and not back where I usually park it under. The, it's kind of under that tree. Yeah. Kind of. It was there was some stuff overhanging into the drive there, and we were sitting there in the barn. We still did it out there and heard something crash. Didn't think about went outside to take a piss and saw that fucking big ass branch, and my camper would have been smoked. So anyway, I wanted to get some more branches cut off, and that one was still halfway. Like it broke off like halfway up a big limb, and cut that off and trimmed off some stuff because I didn't want more to fall off, you know. So trimmed that up, got some dead stuff out of there, and. Hit them up. And then unfortunately, we got some high winds and we got some tornadoes and stuff. Uh, hit them up. I got They'll two, take care of you. I got two trees laying in my yard right now down. I'm sure everybody else has got them too. Yeah. So, and Seth will shoot you straight. He, he like I said, text, or not text him, call him. Uh, he'll get to you. Free estimate. He'll tell, shoot you straight. He's not going to give you yeah, no bullshit. Yeah, he ain't screw around. He's going to tell, tell you what it needs, what he would do. Here's the price. You know, let me know. So, Good people to deal with there and uh, recommend them for sure. Good dudes. Yep. So uh, moving on to the smoke segment here. What do we got, Charles? Well, I've had to actually kept up with it a little bit this week. Yeah? Surprising. Got a little notepad going? I got a, got a couple of notes there. You do got a little chicken scratch over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Let's did have uh, on Monday, I think it was, I had a piece of that uh, prime rib that was left over from the weekend. Decent. From the... Last weekend, mm-hmm. um, Tuesday wasn't the best, but you know it's prime well, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. You've definitely fixed some fucking badass prime rib over yeah. the years. Yeah, I did have a. I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, I I love steak. Yeah, I had a ribeye. There you go. Cooked ribeye on the on the old Weber. There you go. Um, I think Wednesday. Wednesday, I cooked some uh, cheeseburgers, just plain. Got tons of fucking ground beef at my house still. Yeah. Got, trying to use some of it up. 
Hand patted, I guess, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Thursday, one of the guys I work with was uh, – they had some pulled pork. Yeah. They were trying to sell – I don't know. I got some broke some bitches <laughs> that work there. And, yeah. and and this guy's always bragging about how good he cooks, so I told him, yeah. like, hey, I'll take a half one. I think I've heard, the, I've heard about this guy before. Yeah. I said, I'll, I'll take – I'll take a half one, like whatever. Half a pork butt. Yeah. Was it already cooked? Yeah, he cooked it. Okay. And he put his own sauce, and I don't know what kind of sauce it was. It was pretty good though. Yeah. He had it all sauced up and pulled everything, like. So I took that. I made me some freaking uh, pulled pork nachos Thursday night because mm-hmm. I wasn't at Rounders. Okay. And nachos for dinner. I'm always game for that. Oh, I love that shit. We actually almost did it. Um, we were going to do it one night this week when we were going to do the podcast. We didn't. But go ahead. Sorry. Oh, that, that that was pretty much it. I don't think uh, – I think I – well, I had those Friday night too because obviously <laughs> I had half a pork. <laughs> half a butt? Half, half a butt. Half a butt, nice. yeah. Um, well, and then yesterday – well, we'll talk about that after you get through your week. Yeah. But that that, that was my week. Of yeah. cooking. I actually done some this week. I was kind of proud of myself. Yeah. Didn't eat out a single night. Impressive. Not even, well, unfortunately, I didn't eat out Thursday at Rounders, which we usually do, but as prior, as you said yeah. prior, we had, uh, you had anniversary stuff, and uh-huh. I didn't want to sit there all night by myself. And or with. I would have had some company, but yeah. uh, probably, I'm sure people would have showed up. Yeah. I just was uh, feeling like. Going to the house. Yeah, having some nachos. Yep. I just yeah. bought that pork butt, that half, so. There you go. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, prime rib, I snacked on that most of the week. And actually, if there's just such a thing, I got burnt out on it. Um, yeah, so I ate that Monday, and then Tuesday I ate it for lunch as well. And, and the, the fucking lady in the break room, she clean, she's the cleaning lady, and she cleans all the microwaves, she cleans the floor. Changes trash, all that stuff. She's in there. I go in there when nobody's in there besides her because I don't like fucking people in there, and I like to eat in peace. Uh, so anyway, she's like, "Would you put that?" I told her I had the prime rib, and because she's talking about not cooking meat all the way, like it grosses her out, all the fucking blood and shit. Not it's not blood, but uh, so I showed her. I'm like, "Well, this is a little more cooked, you know." And she's like, "Well, why'd you put that in the in the microwave?" And I'm like, "What am I gonna need a fucking cold piece of prime rib?" Seriously, yeah, I need it warmed up. Like, there's a microwave here. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, it's gonna overcook it a little bit more. But I'm not eating it cold. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So, ate that, and then Tuesday, kind of, fend for myself. Night, as Shalyn calls it, she has salad or something. I don't do that. So, uh, I ended up cutting up some of the prime rib I had left and made a quesarito out of it. I, like, sliced it up. I will say quesarito is better with nacho cheese. I really wouldn't put. I guess it don't matter. It's a steak. I should have put queso in there. Not queso. Mm. Queso or uh, nacho cheese. Nachos. Um, made my own quesarito because Taco Bell took, got rid of them and they could suck a dick. But I still make my own every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, did that on Tuesday. Oh, Monday. Don't I didn't even talk Monday. about it on Monday. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I had it first on there. Didn't even read it. Um, I was still talking about the prime ribs, what yeah. led into that. Yeah. But Monday, I did. So I had some. By the way, you still have cube steak. I recommend this. Uh, Get the keep steak, slice it like long ways, like into strips, mm-hmm. bread it, fucking throw it in the fryer, air fryer, whatever. Make some gravy. If you gravy, your white gravy is your thing. Yeah. Make like a chicken or country fried steak tenders. 
dip them in that gravy, make some fries. I've seen the pictures. I, I ate some toast. Cool. Dude, Dairy Queen ain't got shit on me, okay? It's like, it looked I'm not bragging. Like, I even told Slim that. I was joking. but And I have my own basket. I know Neil was laughing about it. <laughs> I was like, dude, I've had them. I just never used them. I cut the fucking zip ties off of them. And they came with the paper and everything. Yeah. And I was like, laid it out. I got the angle just right. Put my pictures on Twitter. Put them on Snapchat. But I would recommend. I just got yeah, some. Uh, they look good. It was actually uh, Andy's chicken breading is what it was. Same so. shit you use for, like, cat or fishing. Uh, and Andy's brand. Yeah, Andy's brand, yeah. Same yep. brand. Um, that's, that's, like, one of my favorite. Man. Fish, the red. Fish bread. The red. Yeah. Even the, the, if you want to mess with the wet batter, the, the beer or the. The beer batter one's pretty good, but just, you got to gotta mix it up with milk or whatever, yeah. water or whatever. Andy's red though, I like that. That a lot. shit's good. Um, did that, and I recommend that if you're country fried steak uh, fan. Um, did breakfast on Wednesday. Did uh, gravy with chorizo instead of regular sausage. A little different uh, with gravy Love. and uh, gravy and uh, biscuits, biscuits and gravy. Love some chorizo. Yeah. Damn did a sausage good. patties and uh, eggs. Just something easy. Thursday, well, Wednesday night, I went to Schnooks. And every year around Easter, you know, they have, you know, everybody has the Easter ham, right? Well, fuck Easter ham, even though I ate a little bit of it today. Uh, they have prime ribs, you know, kind of a thing, too, as well on Easter. So they have prime rib roast on sale there. Demonico, Delmonico, which is a slice of the rib on the rib ribeye roll. Yep. And they have them on sale for nine ninety nine a pound usually. So guess what? I went and snagged one on Wednesday night. And I got home. I will say it is easier to throw it in the freezer for about an hour or so to slice them a little easier. But I sliced them while it was, you know, kind of harder to slice. But I got it done. Sliced some steaks into it. I thought about doing a prime rib, but I already did one last Saturday. So sliced them off into steaks and did steaks for our uh, five-year anniversary. Big, fat motherfuckers. They looked fat. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. So good. So I think it makes a difference. You don't freeze it. So I didn't freeze it. Slice it off. Put the seasoning on it. Put it in the container in the fridge. Uh, made that some broccoli. Makes, some roll. Makes a difference too. Yeah. Put that seasoning on it. Let it soak in. I was in all all day. Soak. All yeah. day. Well, I did it Wednesday night. I sliced it. Put it on one side. Woke up Thursday morning. Flipped them over to the other side. Then let it sit in the yeah. fridge all day mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so much different than the day if, of. If, than the day or, of. Yeah. I mean, or it, even it if, works. Even if you season it, then throw it on the grill. I mean, you're going yeah. to get that fl- some of the flavor, but man, if you can let it sit for at least eight the, hours, yeah, or something. the longer the better. Yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, I like so, flavor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, then Thursday during the day, I didn't talk about this. Um, had to go down to the ghetto down on the south side of Evansville and get Shalana a uh, love seat that she ordered off some auction or some shit. Went down there and I was going to go to the slice. Which is a pizza place down there. It's been there forever. It's like a New York style place. You pick your slice, they throw it in the oven, whatever. But I didn't like. I didn't really like the parking situation there. So I was between there and Taroni's. I'd already had this planned out. You know how I plan shit out. Um, oh yeah. So I ended up going to Taroni's, which is also a staple. The Forget Me Not in there on Weinbach, and got the never had a Stromboli there. It was pretty good. Um, got that and recommend that place. Just got a half because I didn't want to overdo it because I knew what I was eating for dinner. So. Got me wanting one now because, uh, you know, that I've got that one right beside the shop. Oh, yeah. Newberg might be. Might they're, be. They're obviously a little different, but I've never yeah. had a Stromboli. All I've ever ate from Taroni's is pizza. Yeah. I will say that they do add, uh, I don't know if you like banana peppers, but they put banana peppers on their Stromboli. Oh, yeah, I like banana peppers. So that's kind of a different twist. Uh, it's good, though. 
the bread was toasted just right, wasn't burnt. And I was out of there fast. So like that place. Good pizza too. Which is not what the next day is going to entail. (laughs) Sorry, I've got a little windy here. But uh, Friday, so we had a little fuck off Friday, as we call it, at work, and went out to the West Side store, uh, Shoe Carnival store. I worked for Shoe Carnival in their IT department, and had to swap some printers out out there, uh, receipt printers. So decided to go somewhere, and a guy I work with, he he wanted some breakfast, and I was like, well, there's this place out there, uh, you know, it's called the Crossside Cricket. He's heard of it. Neither one of us had ever been. So... We decided on going there, and I did suggest one other place, Bud's bar, bar and Grill, but we decided not to go there, and he wanted to go to Crossside Cricket. So we went there, and uh, like I said, first time going, and uh, don't think I'll be back. But so we parked the truck, and there's a dude that comes in like a Suburban or Tahoe. He opens up the back, and the whole back of it's full of strawberries, like in a, those little plastic containers, you know. Like the whole back's full. So... We're trying to walk in, right, to this place, and there's a sidewalk up front, so I'm just going to go to the sidewalk, right, and walk in up there. Well, there's like a kitchen door there that's kind of cracked open, and I guess he was freaking out that we were going there. I don't know if he had something to hide or what, but he's like, whoa, 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 where are you guys going? And I'm like, uh, going inside? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 that's what I thought. Uh, you're going to want to go this way, and like he's getting in all these details. I'm like, dude, he was a, kind of a dick about it. kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And uh, that's when we should have turned around and said, suck a dick, and got in the truck and went somewhere else, to my other suggestion. <clears throat> but uh, we didn't. And we went in there, and I ordered the I ordered a patty melt. Mark ordered a open-faced roast beef, and then the other guy ordered uh, chicken strips. We were in there for, like, almost two hours, like an hour and a half, like, slow as fuck. Yeah, that's, so. that's horrible for <laughs> patty melt, chicken strips. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Uh, face roast beef, that's yeah. way too long. I don't know if the kitchen was backed up or they were slow that day or what, but I don't know. Unfortunately, it's a local business, or it was a local business. I'm not sure who owns it now, but definitely, uh, I don't leave bad reviews, but that wasn't a good one for me. Haven't had one of them in a while. But me and you, we've been on a streak, a bur- uh, losing streak. Yeah. Haven't I been, we haven't, me and you haven't been out for like three weeks. I ain't happy weeks. about it either. I've been, been so busy. Which I guess I shouldn't complain a whole lot because the busier I am at work, the more money I make. Right. But, so. uh, you know, I haven't got to have lunch in a few weeks. Three yeah. of them at least. Yeah. So the last three weeks we missed it. but Trying to break the streak this week. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll see what's entail. Yeah, we'll. Entails. We got to get that this <clears throat> week because I'm tired of grabbing a fucking chicken sandwich at the gas station yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's probably getting old yeah uh what else do we do you were going to talk about something uh talking about saturday we, were we, gonna talk we, about? we had a little event there saturday yesterday a little event uh played some bar golf we did it's always a good time for those, they, like, for those that don't know anybody around here i don't i guess they have them other places too but if you if you're around the evansville area bar golf's such a good time it's so fun you don't even have to drink if you don't want to, if you're not a drinker, whatever. But it's it's just fun going around, talking to everybody, meeting people, playing putt putt golf. And it's free to register bars. and they have they have a usually a non profit that, that yeah, puts it on and they raise money for scholarships, trade schools, whatever. All kinds of stuff, yeah. It's it's a, it was a good time. We had a few beverages. We we're yeah. not people that don't partake in adult beverages. <clears throat> yeah. 
Uh, I did a lot of mixing yesterday. Did a lot. I did. Probably I shouldn't have. I didn't do as much. I pretty much stick to the the not waters. I didn't want to do too much of that, but we did. We did some. Some beers. Let's see. Where were we at? Uh, was it uh, Pistons? Where yeah. we had our first uh, little appetizers? Sportsman's. Sportsman's, that's right. Yeah. Chase, it's Chasers now, not Pistons yeah. anyway. Yeah. Sportsman's, club, or Sportsman's uh, bar, we had, uh, I got some pretzel bites. We just got some appetizers. Did the honey mustard, though. That. <laughs> I wasn't even going to bring that up, but now oh. that you did. <laughs> I Dude, I was, the, hey, I'm surprised you took care of it, though. I, I told the guy to bring me some cheese sauce. It was yellow. Didn't I, didn't, even, I wasn't even paying attention. Just I just had ate all day. Yeah, I was going needing in. something to soak it up. Dipped that motherfucker in there, put it in my mouth. So I was like, instantly, I was like, You're "This like, is fucking honey mustard." I thought you were going to spit it out, but you actually tuffed it out. I, but, uh, I swallowed it. Yep, but uh, you got you had s- that. Uh, Adrian, what do you have? You got some mixed. It was pepper balls and regular. cheese Oh yeah, balls. the cheese balls and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you got some uh, some pretty damn good wings. That that sauce. Yeah, was sporty really sauce. good. Sporty yeah. sauce was good. I liked that a lot. Recommend it. Uh, got some wings and uh, hand-cut fries. Can't go wrong there. Yep. And dipped said wings in the sauce that was in the bottom of the wing sauce uh, boat, boat. So. Yeah, I Sportsman's. think I dipped my last pretzel in that sauce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. So, uh, recommend Sportsman's. It is a 21 and over place. It's kind of weird. You, you can't go in there if you're not 21 to eat, but even to eat. But uh, get a good greasy cheeseburger. You got good wings, sandwiches. Uh, good place. We've eaten there good, a few good times. Greasy, good greasy it's, place. It's good place, yeah. Good so food. Went there, and then Pistons, you got some. Or no, I still call Pistons, too. Uh, yeah. Chasers, you got some stuff there. You got some pepperoni rolls and some I got uh, cheese some, uh, balls. Yeah. Cheese, cheese balls are pretty, ball. pretty popular around this area, these parts. Uh, pe- they were pepper jack. They were spicy. Like they, even, yeah. even Shalin was like, well, these are a little hotter than I was expecting. Uh-huh. Those were good. The, the pizza rolls, you know, when I ordered those, I'm yeah. thinking in my head, Totino's, Totino's pizza rolls, this is going to be. Some big fat ones or something, because mm-hmm. you know they're known for their whatever. way they used to do the cheese Twinkies, which they no longer do, which is kind of sad. Yeah, but. but they were basically about the same thing as like spinners are from Rounders, and they yeah. were cheesy as fuck. They were good. Yeah, we we destroyed all of them. Had a little extra snack. Yeah, I don't know if I eat much after that. Rest of the night. Yeah, I went to went to had to go to a birthday party after that. It was a busy day. Went to Oakland City, the Legion, Troy Miller's playing. Had an eighth birthday party up there for a guy, and they had kind of a bring in. They had, like, cheap, uh, ham sandwiches, like make-your-own-sub sandwich. They had shrimp cocktail. Of course, I ate some of that. Oh, yeah, I bet you did. It's a birthday cake, you know, shit like that. Um, and then I came home. I didn't eat much. I ate, like, some snack around and went to bed. But I went to Linville Park, hung out with Marshall Jones yeah. for a little bit in there, and Lugs, <clears throat> hung out with those guys for a few minutes, and then I went, hung out with Hope Hunter and Opie, watched some Supercross. Yeah, I did eat a bag of I forgot I ate a bag of spicy nacho Doritos. Ooh, <laughs> that was your supper. Yeah, it was kind of my supper. Nice. But Today, uh, uh, any Easter? Anything for Easter? No, un- no. unfortunately, uh, I live here with no family, so. I just stayed the hell away from everybody during the day. Yeah. I don't know if you cut enough, you made anything yourself or grabbed anything. Nah, I, it's kind of embarrassing. I I had a hot pocket earlier, huh. and a big bowl of ramen noodles. <laughs> hey. that, 
Batching it, batching it. Hey, I, I didn't feel like cooking much. You know, I, I didn't feel bad this morning, but yeah. also didn't feel like putting a whole lot of effort into food. So, yeah. there you go. Hot pocket and some ramen noodles. With. I and did. Uh, I got full. Yeah. I ended up with. Uh, I ended up with some ham, of course. Daywick's ham. Cold ham. ham. Uh, it was good, though. And then. Uh, there was a big old box, like a huge box, like I don't know how many pieces of was in there. Probably a hundred piece chicken, fried fried chicken. Oh, from the IGA, and that oh, chicken, that one in Oakland City. Yep. Yeah, I'd, I'd put that chicken up with Man. any fried chicken. Whatever restaurants crispy. you know, you could put it up against them. I do, and it's good. It's crispy. It's cooked just right. Uh, anyway, so guess who brought a bag of that home? <laughs> yeah, and I got a bag of ham. That I think we might have to have later after this when we get done. But yeah, I, dude, when I was at Peabody, you know, once or twice a month, you know, those uh, vendors would come in and they'd they'd offer to buy us food and stuff. Every other time, when said those motherfuckers to IGA to get some fucking fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, we'd get I mean, other stuff too, so here and yeah. there, but we'd send them there. Like, really? You're going to send us to the IGA yeah. to get your food? Yep. Get us a chicken meal. That's good. They'd have taters, green beans, all that stuff mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, it's actually pretty reasonable. But uh went there, had that uh I gotta say something else about that chicken, but uh anyways, beat the dead horse, but gonna eat on that probably for a couple of days <laughs> as yeah. well. But I think uh, that's about all I got. We we hit a lot there, so Hopefully we get some racing in this week. Maybe we get to go to lunch as well. I mean, you and you and I. But yeah, I'm gonna carve out this week. I'm gonna make a day yeah. <laughs> that I can do it. Hell yeah! Because I'd uh, actually like to eat some good food, like I said, instead of a fucking Huck's yeah chicken sandwich. How was that? Uh, how was the? We got that Arby's last Sunday. How was that? Oh, that was good. That was good. I hadn't had a took it home. Check. Yeah, it was a good call. Took the spicy ketchup uh, <laughs> all over those curly fries. As we just talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, I hadn't had a beef and cheddar in a while, and I got beef and cheddar. And I got about three-quarters of the way through the sandwich and forgot that it has Arby sauce on it. But it, I couldn't really taste it. It just gave it kind of a sweet, tangy flavor. Yeah. I'm not sure what – I can't remember what the actually uh, Arby sauce is. But I, I don't think it's mayonnaise-based. No, it's not. But, but who cares? I ate it. I, I was usually, hungry. I needed it. I get the beef and cheddar a lot. I usually get the original. I hadn't had beef and cheddar maybe in a while, a long time. I shouldn't say a lot. I get it sometimes, but I always tell them to leave the Arby sauce off of it. Yeah. They do have and a good spicy ketchup there, too. The three-pepper ketchup is good there at Arby's. I haven't tried it. I've, I've heard other people say that, too, I like but it. I haven't it's tried not, it. It's not – it's 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 pretty good. I like it. Yeah. But uh, got to get a cherry turnover. I have to get one every time when I go, so I had to get one of them. I did not get one of those, and I regretted it. I ate it for – I ate it the next day, but it's still good. I ate all my food, and then I was craving something sweet, and I was like, fuck, I was at Arby's, damn it. Uh-huh. Cherry turnover. Yep. Or if they're out, get the apple. It does It does okay. It's but, pretty good. Yeah. Anyways, we've been windy today. We haven't, haven't done this in a while, so. It's all right. I think uh, I'm about done. But, yeah. Uh, good talk. Good. Uh, good. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for our sponsors. And uh we will see you guys, or at least you'll hear from us probably this week on social media. And Oh, we do have new stickers, too. Oh, yeah. So Hit us up if you've uh, check our Facebook page out. Or, or Twitter. Or Twitter. 
you can see our new stickers. Or inst- is, have we put it on Instagram yet? Oh uh, yeah, I did earlier. I, I, I haven't think put so. it on there today yet, but but check out our new stickers. If you want one, send us a message. We'll yeah, get them to you. Got, uh, if we got to mail them, we will. One, uh, you buy one for three dollars, or if you want two, for five. Two for five. So that's a deal. It's like a four by five by three. Five by three rectangle. Yep. So check it's it nice out. Nice little sticker. Yeah, check nice out. Uh, yeah, it's a. If cash works, but uh, also Venmo, PayPal is a big deal these days. Uh, Blake dash Bunner B U N N E R dash five for the Venmo, and it's B Bunner five for the PayPal. So hit us up if you're interested. We do mail them. So if and if, uh, if you, you know see we see you at the track, we might have some if yeah. we're not sold out because they've been pretty hot. Yeah, we, we're going. We just to got them. Uh, I just got them yesterday, and we've already sold some. So. Well, there was a lot spoken for on Facebook when I put it on there Friday or Thursday, whatever yeah. it was. But yeah, we anyway. may have to put in another order soon. And I think uh, we won't have a problem selling shirts if we decide to do that later in the year. Yeah. Or hats. I want to do hatch, a hat, maybe. Yeah, like, uh, a pat, like a patch hey, hat would be keep, cool. Keep your keep your eyes and ears open. Yeah, we might have some. We, we got some stuff coming up. We yeah. might have some hats and some different things coming. Hell yeah! So appreciate you guys. I'm done, Charlie. What do you got? Anything? I just got those last few words. Give it to me. Peace Peace out, out, motherfuckers. motherfuckers.